What up, though? Welcome back to the show. What up, though? Uh, I'm your host, BD Shrek, accompanied with my tag team partner, John Cena. What's going on, brother? What up, though? What is going on? It feels like I haven't talked to you in a while. Like, we record, I know we recorded last month, but it feels like it's been like a couple months. I don't know if it's because I went to Cali and came back, but it feels like a lot of time has passed since we last spoke. But yeah, man, what's going on? Nothing much, man. Yeah, you went on uh, one of the most important trips that any of my friends have been on <laughs> recently. <laughs> How was, okay. I know you've talked about it on a couple of other post wrestling shows, mm-hmm. but how was Mario World, man? Like, how was it? I thought it was great, honestly. I think everybody, even if you don't like video games, you should just go because it's just like crazy experiments. The whole, the way like they, it's set up, it's like you literally are going through a tunnel and then you're like coming out the other end and it feels like you're in the freaking Mushroom Kingdom. Like, it's it's freaking amazing, honestly. Nice, um, nice. I don't think you need to spend like too much time there. You can probably get it all done in a couple hours or so, um, but definitely worth the trip. Uh, if you don't care too much about it and you don't want to make that far trip and you're in the in the East Coast, you probably wait till the um, Florida location opens up, which I think is like next year. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to have like Donkey Kong Country. So that's supposed to be crazy. So I can't wait for that. Yeah, I heard that was going to be way bigger than the one in oh, California. Yeah. I mean, what well, they, they got more space, I guess. So but Donkey Kong Country is going to look nice with the Florida, Florida backdrop, you know, so that that should mm-hmm. be dope. Did they have any like Mario Kart? Like inspired things there. Or? So there is one actual ride in there. It's a Mario Kart. It's the okay. best ride. It was like it said it was a three hour wait. It didn't feel like three hours, but it was definitely a long ass wait. And then when you get onto it, and we're actually gonna talk about VR, it's a VR ride. You sit down and you put a headset on, and you're mm-hmm. literally in Mario Kart, and you look around and you see everybody else racing, and you could like you have these oh, little man. controllers, and you could throw you could throw the shells and everything, and then like the the I guess like the. The ending is like you go onto Rainbow Road and you hear the pop. Everybody that's on the ride is like, whoa, because it literally feels like you're <laughs> transported into Rainbow Road. I thought it was great. That's definitely worth it. The rest of the park, I hope they add some more rides. I know like um Japan has like a Yoshi ride, and I'm sure Donkey Kong's gonna have a ride, but it's mostly like challenges because Nintendo's always about like games and stuff. So you have to yeah. actually do little challenges and earn keys. And when you have your keys, you can go to Bowser's Castle. It's pretty cool. It's definitely interactive, but the only actual ride is the Mario Kart ride. It's definitely worth it though. Um, I nice, wish they would nice. I wish Nintendo would uh, start doing their own like vr like home systems or whatever but um yeah i'm we'll surprised they well you know they did have like that the uh augment reality um so like mario one? kart game yeah oh, okay the, the game, like i think i seen um uh what was it example oh, Woods playing it. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. a little it's like a remote control car that you yeah. actually had it and my son played it for like maybe two days and he's like yeah it's not really for me you need a lot of space for it first of all you gotta drive around the entire house you have to like make yeah. like a makeshift uh track and everything it's pretty cool but like you're just driving the car it's not you in virtual reality it's like mm-hmm. a camera on the remote control car but yeah nintendo's I feel like they're finally starting to like you know work with other companies. You know they're starting to do like games for the phone and everything, which they never really did till recently. So who knows? Maybe they can. Uh, maybe the next Nintendo system will be virtual reality. You know, switch switch VR. You know, it, they have enough of like like kid friendly IPs that they can really oh, yeah. like stride in that VR station. Like imagine like a VR Zelda game like with the sword and the shield. Ridiculous. Yeah, anything Mario Star VR Fox. would be crazy. You do Star, Star Fox. Fox yeah, who doesn't want to hit a barrel roll? F Zero, like you got a lot of properties you could do VR, yeah. like a lot of the properties. Metroid. Yeah. Oh yeah, Metroid first person. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, Kirk, yeah. Kirby, you can do whatever. Honestly. <laughs> so I seen, uh, I seen. I, I'm following you, of course, on all your socials. I mm-hmm. seen that you had the um, the Mario uh, World food. Like, how was the the actual food? It was okay, honestly. It's it's more of like you know taking pictures for the gram type of thing because the yeah, food yeah. is whatever. <laughs> but like my main concern was like to get a reservation because they were like you need to like go there and the first thing you need to do is run to Nintendo World and scan this QR code and make your reservation. And they weren't joking. We got there at like eight thirty. By the time we got into the actual like Nintendo World, it was like nine ish. I scanned the thing. The earliest reservation was for like six p.m. 
I was like, shit. Oh, and then, like, 20, 20 minutes, they changed the sign. We're sold out for the rest of the day. I was like, damn. So the cool thing is, like, we could leave Nintendo World and go to, like, the rest of Universal and then come back whenever we wanted to. So we did that. And we got the food. It was cool. Like, I got, like, a the Princess Peach Cupcake was, like, gigantic. I'm just like, I'm not going to finish this thing. Um, <laughs> there was, like, a Mario burger. There was, like, a Yoshi salad. Well, you know, spaghetti. Like, you know, random stuff, whatever. It was. It looked really awesome. But the food was, like, eh, it's whatever. You know, like, if you ever go to, like, um like a zoo and they have like a cafe inside the zoo and yep. it's like kind of like buffet style that's kind of mm-hmm. what it was really it wasn't nothing like too extravagant but uh definitely like the actual like sitting the experience it's kind of like the what the rainforest cafe right up in, like disney it's like one of those things where it's like interactive things going on on screens while you're eating and you know everybody's like in character so it was definitely cool like to, if you're gonna go to nintendo one you kind of have to do the, the whole restaurant too yeah you kind of got to do the whole thing if you just oh, if you're yeah. going to go you gotta do the whole thing i've never been to universal park so i think um Ooh, okay yeah i think that's Next on my list, um, within the next upcoming summer, I think. Yeah, Dis- Disney's true. definitely cool if you're like a big Disney head, but I feel like Universal definitely has a lot more like cooler things for like teenagers, adults, and things like that. Yeah. Um, when, when I bumped into Johnny Gargano, you can tell he was upset that he didn't get the uh, the restaurant things I was talking to him about. I was like, oh, "Did you get reservations for a restaurant?" Because we're about to go in. He's like, his face was dropped. He's like, "No, we couldn't get it." It's like you could tell he was like trying to put blame on maybe like Candace or somebody else, but he didn't want to say it. He's like, "No, nah, they couldn't get the." Like if it wasn't my wife and my kid, I would have reservation. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, man. But that's cool. I, I got I definitely got it. It's on my bucket list. But um, before we go too far in the podcast, mm-hmm. I want to start off by saying rest in peace to Jerry Springer. Oh, yes. Um, he passed away yesterday. Um, was it his um was he battling cancer for a while? I, yeah, I was reading that like he, I guess, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer maybe like a couple years ago, I want to say. But like, I don't think it was out in the public. It could have been. Maybe I just didn't see it. But I guess it just took a turn for the worse. And then mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, out of nowhere. That's the one thing I regret uh, not going to a couple years back. Like me and my friends were like, oh, let's just like go to these shows because they taped them in Connecticut. I think it was like him. It was like Maury. I mm-hmm. think Steve Wilco. Steve Wilco. We're going to yeah. do it. And I even got because tickets are free, whatever. And I, I eventually got the tickets, and I guess I was just like, eh, maybe I don't want really want to go. Like months after, I'm just like, eh, whatever. I kind of regret it. Just kind of uh, bucket list thing to go to a Jerry Springer show. Um, but was he still even doing the show? I mean, if he's been sick, I'm guessing he must have stopped a while. You know, I don't think he he's done a show this year. You know, because okay. it's always he he's got so many reruns. He can oh yeah, rerun, rerun to the end of time. Oh yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I don't think because all his episodes were kind of like 2021, 2020 stuff like that. Yeah. So I think he's been done for a while now. But come on, man, staple in American television. Um, yeah. I remember back in the day, like in the early night, like what mid nineties attitude era. You know, mm-hmm. same time Jerry was on top in the attitude era too. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Um, my mom used to like call home from work and be like, make sure you record Jerry Springer for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought you were going to say the opposite. I thought she'd be like, yo, don't watch Jerry Springer. No, 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 no. She, she, I couldn't watch it, but just mm. make sure that go she in the room, <laughs> turn that VCR on, turn it on record for two o'clock or one o'clock, whatever it came on and made sure you got Murray and Jerry Springer recorded on that tape when she got home. Or I, it's going to be some consequences. <laughs> so. Yeah, I remember it must have been around the same time as like ECW because I remember like the things that were taboo that they would always show commercials for on late night would be like mm-hmm. the ECW stuff. The uh, the Girls Gone Wild was like a big thing at that time. And then you ha- also had like Jerry Springer like uncensored or whatever they called it. And it was like, oh, whoa, yeah. like I'm like, that's the stuff that I always wanted to get. Like, oh, like, you probably find it online now. But back then it was like, well, they got uncensored episodes of Springer where they show everything because, you know, there was some wild stuff going on there. 
And to see the evolution of Jerry Springer, I want to say I saw it on, like, you know how Dark Side of the Ring? They have a spinoff yeah. called um, Dark Side of the 90s. And yeah, one of the Dark Side of the 90s, was, yep. One of the episodes, I'm pretty sure, was on Jerry Springer, just talk shows in general. And they kind of went into, like, the history of Jerry Springer to see how he started as, like, a, a clean-cut, like, regular talk show host and, like, the rating sucked. And then, like, one episode, I forgot what happened, but, like, they started fighting, whatever, and, like, they were trying to stop it. But then they looked at the ratings the next day, and they were just like, oh, no, our ratings are ridiculous right now. Uh, maybe we should change our format a little bit. And that's, you know, became what it was what it was but um yeah shout out to jerry springer he obviously did a lot of things with wwe as well he was like oh, hosting yeah. raws and mm-hmm. the whole thing with the bella twins and this and that and he even had like a show on the network where it was like i guess like jerry springer type of yeah it was like most scandalous or, or something yeah, like that, too, too something, like that. Yeah. Or something yeah along those lines but yeah shout out to jerry springer and uh, rest yeah, in peace to him. you can't you can't go 90s attitude era without talking about jerry man it was a true phenomenon. His movie, the Ringmaster movie, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yep, yep. Terrible movie, but course, yeah. <laughs> I should have been watching it at like 11 years old, but I watched it too. Shouldn't have been watching the show. Watched it, of course. Definitely seen an Uncensored Jerry episode a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, you just can't get a- around the guy. Like, it's, come on. I mean, him and yeah. Maury was just like, you're homesick from school. Guess oh, yeah. what you're watching today? You're either watching Price is Right. Yep. Jerry Springer. Yep. Morning, you're right. So. Yeah, yeah, every day it was like Jerry Springer, Bob Barker, Ricky Lake, like all these dudes. You know, they're oh, all yeah. like uh, those basically on my TV when you're home from school. Exactly what it was. Yeah, the, the talk show like mm-hmm. role. Judge Ju- Ricky Lake. I kind of forget Judge- about Ricky Lake sometimes. Ricky Lake and uh, the, the the court shows like Judge Judy. I'd always watch. Yeah, those. Judge yeah, Mathis those mm-hmm. from Detroit. Yep, there it is. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's 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 oh, man. That was a tough one. Just waking up and seeing that, I'm like, no, 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 not not Jerry. Nah, yeah. nah. But he just started to look older. You know, he's always looked good. So, yeah, he always had the, the hair and the, yeah. He was yeah, like, yeah, exactly he's always same. looked the same age, him and Maury. But they always look the same age to me. So I never, like, could know how old they are. That's you know? true. You're right. Like, Guys have been be old like, my whole life. Like, like John Witherspoon always was old my whole life. I was like, <laughs> how old is he? <laughs> it's, it's like they're stuck, of... at si- they're stuck at 65, like, no matter what year it is. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, man, rest in peace to Jerry Springer, man. He will be truly, truly missed. Uh, anything else, else, you know, before we move into – a little wrestling? Um, I mean, have, what have you been watching lately? Like, the only movies I really... I obviously saw the Mario movie, but uh, I saw the new Evil Dead movie. I'm not sure if you're into, like, the Evil Dead series. Yeah, I think I'm going to see it today or yeah, tomorrow. I, yeah. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. I was talking to one of my coworkers who's never seen any of the Evil Dead movies, and I was like, you don't need to. The only thing you need to know is, like, there's this book called The Book of Dead, and this is, like, what causes shit to go down, whatever. Yeah. Um, But I like the new one because they took it into, like, a whole different... um. Uh, a whole different like area like it's like in an apartment complex in la or something like it's totally different than what you would expect like you know usually, usually evil dead is like a cabin or something yeah, it's in a cabin like, like in the woods of michigan upper michigan yeah this, this is totally different at first i'm like how's this gonna work but no they did it really well um Ooh. i don't know any of the actors that are in it but they all did a great job i i thought it was amazing i'm like yeah they they should de- they definitely set it up for like a sequel or some franchise based mm-hmm. off of this but um yeah i was really impressed with this with this movie for sure i'm more into uh horror movies when they have people i don't know yeah, you know, because there's no emotional attachment to him. It's like kill this guy now. So like, exactly, get out the yeah, way. absolutely right. Yeah, because you don't know who's gonna be like the last person. You don't know who's gonna die, whatever. Exactly. And like they showed a trailer before this for this movie called Talk to Me, and I had no idea who any of these kids were in this trailer. And I looked it up, and like it's like some Australian movie. I don't know if you know about this, but like this yeah. looks pretty crazy. I'm like, I need to. I love watching movies with like unknown people because, like you said, who knows who's gonna die, who's gonna do what. Did you like the um, Evil Dead from what 2014? 2013? Yeah. It, yeah. It, they were like trying to do like a reboot. It was like almost the same, but like changing. No, I, I rather don't even do that. Don't even try to make it a remake. Yeah, I was tough. Like, 
had like you know little yeah like it, it wasn't it wasn't terrible but it, you know whatever i actually liked um around the same time it was stan raimi's other movie called drag me to hell i thought that was more faithful to evil dead than love drag me to hell yeah was. yeah love so this it. one like it, it didn't want like it took elements and had like little easter eggs like to the franchise but it was like its own thing which is what it should be and i feel like a lot of the movies recently have been doing that like with the Scream mm-hmm. movie is like kind of like a not a remake, but it's like a continuation, but still keeping true to the true elements and everything. And I feel like this new Evil Dead is doing the same thing. And I feel like that's the way to do it for horror movies. Like, I think there's like an Exorcist movie coming out. Yeah. I hope they do the same thing with that. Um, Yeah, just, there's no point of remaking a movie. Like, don't recast, like, Ash as somebody else or whatever they tried to do. Yeah, I don't like, um, I'm not a big fan of slasher movies. Mm-hmm. I love horror. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to horror, bring on the demons. I don't, I don't think guys run around. I'm from Detroit. Guys run around with knives don't really <laughs> scare me that much. But like, yeah, slashes don't do it. So Scream never was like the thing for me. Like Scream mm-hmm. one and two, yeah. But like, other than that, I'm 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 all set. I don't, I didn't watch the new one that just recently came out because it's like, eh, you got a guy with a knife. A lot did, of drama. Did you watch? Did you watch the one that came out last year? Like the no, did, never I seen would, it. Honestly, I would recommend them. Like they're okay. they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Like. Part four was like terrible. The one that came out like what 2011, but these last two that came out last year and this year, like this directing duo is actually really good. And I, okay. I forgot what they got attached to. They're, I think, like a Star Wars property or something, but they actually like their style a lot. And like they keep tribute to the the whole lore of it without like trying to like repeat things. Definitely mm-hmm. check it out. Scream five and Scream six, I, I definitely would check out. Question because you're speaking about like horror movies. Have you seen the movie Barbarian? That takes yes, place in Detroit? I have. Okay. So <laughs> I have to answer your question. So if, if I haven't decided yet, but most likely I would be coming to Detroit for, for SummerSlam. Can you make sure I don't get an Airbnb wherever the hell this movie took place? Because that shit was scary. The as thing is, that, is that a real place? Or Yes. So oh, <laughs> this is the thing. Um, we I don't know what's up with people directing movies in Detroit, but they kind of think we all have creepy secrets in our basement. Remember, uh, what was it? Can- uh, well, it started with Candyman. Don't I think, wasn't Candyman the first one in Candyman Detroit? Candyman was, was in the Chicago. Chicago, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. so don't uh, breathe. Was it don't breathe? Um, same thing, guys. In the he's the only one living on this abandoned neighborhood in Detroit. And he's he has a, he has a, a sperm uh, <laughs> incinimation. Uh, what what is it? Like mm-hmm. thing in the basement? It's, like yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Then now in barbarian, we have a literal barbarian in the basement in Detroit. But yeah, um, if you come to Detroit, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Do not go to Brightmore. It's nothing bright in Brightmore. Trust me. <laughs> when I first seen that movie scared. and the lady arrived to the Airbnb, I was like, yeah, get out of there. You see what's around that house? It's You You put up on an abandoned neighborhood and it's like, oh, yeah, just Airbnb here. The house is nice. No, keep driving. Because anybody who was on the way to Brightmore that was driving into Detroit would definitely turn around and go downtown. No, never, never, ever, ever go to Brightmore. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you want to know where not to go to watch watch Barbarian for sure, and like yeah. you said, it was like it was a nice house. The house was beautiful, was but beautiful. like everything around it was like, wait a minute. Like I think at one damage. point, at one point, she like told one of her coworkers, and her coworkers like, "You're staying where now?" Like, <laughs> She's like, right more, huh? What are you, what are you talking? <laughs> when I so, first yeah. seen the movie, I, when they when she said that, she was uh-huh. like, "Right more." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I would love." I wanted to see like the neighborhood. I'm like, yeah, because they can't like dress it up. Or anything because right, right, right. nothing's dressed up right more it's it's um it looks exactly like that you probably have Crazy. two houses and everything else is abandoned or a field um it was one of those places that got really like hit during like the riots in the 60s 
So and they never, never really, to yeah, never really recovered from that. So like downtown area, we got a bunch of abandoned warehouses and stuff, but that just bled off into Brightmore and stuff too. Oh. So yeah, it's right. still really rough. But I'm glad that they're starting to use that stuff as horror um content because Why not? we have a lot of that stuff that you can use as horror content. We you want abandoned warehouse fights? Come to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds we like some, some some independent wrestling league or something. Like exactly, you know, I'm some, underground dude, in Detroit. <laughs> if I had the money. I would definitely run like an underground wrestling ring in a um in a like old abandoned warehouse and it'd look like real steel or something. It look, <laughs> <laughs> look just like real steel. Hey, but I heard um you seen the trailer for the um what's that talk to me movie? Yes, yeah. Right. So I A24 is the producers for that yep. movie. I mm-hmm. think they they knock it out the park with horror every time. They're Everything. fucking great. Like they've done some like what they did. What they started with like Hereditary, right? Hereditary, like, Midsummer. Yeah, there was something they... else around that time. But yeah, all their movies have been great. They did um. Oh damn, what else came? Out? Oh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. That Everything was, Everywhere. It's not, it's not yeah. horror, but yeah, that movie. Yeah, you're right. They like hit it out the park for all their they movies. They did this show on Netflix called Beef. Um, okay, I think which yeah, is really good. It's I, I think really, I think uh, really good. was it waiting was talking about that. Is that like about like yeah. the the Asians or yep. something? But there's like more to. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you haven't watched it. No, but I heard I keep hearing about it. So I think so I need good, to. So good. 10 episodes, like 34 minutes episode. You can breeze through it and it's really, really good. I think that production house, they they're just knocking it out the park every time. If they doing a horror movie, like when I first heard about the talk to me um movie, I was like, Yeah, let mm-hmm. me see the trailer because I know it's gonna be great. And it looks great because they, they do what I like, they do the demonic stuff better than most people. Exactly. Know, so, and they yeah. and they do things that like you haven't seen before, so it's like you don't even know like where this movie is going. Exactly. Midsummer was, I was confused. I wouldn't seen that in the theaters and not left too, with a, yeah. like weird face. I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? And then I wouldn't see it again. I was like, still don't know what the hell I just watched. It's, it's, it's funny you said it because when I first saw it, I was like, had the same feeling. And I'm like, I think I love that, but I'm not sure. And then I went exactly. with a couple of my friends and like, I think I actually went with Fire Frank and my other boy Julian. And Julian was like, fucking hated it. But like, I don't think he hated it because it was a bad movie. He just hated it because he didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, it was like, what is, what are you just make me watch right now? But yeah, yeah. So this, I haven't seen it since the theaters. Like, I know there's like an extended cut or unrated cut. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I wanted to wait a little bit, but I feel like I'm, I'm probably going to watch it this weekend, especially as we're going to probably go into our next topic with VR. Because now we just, you can watch, mm-hmm. like, you could be in a movie theater in the VR now. Like, I'm going to go back and watch a whole bunch of movies, man. I'm so glad um, somebody else is experiencing VR like I am. Because I'm blown away with it every day. Um, the what games have you bought now on the Cino has purged the Oculus, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. I've had one for I think about eight months now. Okay. And so like I my game library is ridiculous because I can't stop buying them because they're so addictive. That's, <laughs> so, I, I, that's kind of what I did this past couple of days, honestly. Yeah. So I, I've said in the past show how uh, we found like this VR bar or club, whatever. Me and my brother would go, we bring our kids, mm-hmm. and we drop like maybe like what a hundred. 150 every weekend or every other weekend i'm like we spoke about it. i'm like why are we spending this money let's just buy a, a let's go half and half on a headset and we can just use it whenever we want so yeah we bought the oculus it was like 400 bucks like whatever it's definitely worth it and then you recommended a couple games that i bought i haven't tried it yet but i did download that blade game what's it called blade and blades of sorcery blade of sorcery so i downloaded yeah. that i basically downloaded the top five top selling games so you had that one you had some shooting game i forgot what it was called uh Bre- breachers or something i think it's called breachers i think so, it was yeah. really good yeah. um I had to get Beat Saber because I've always wanted to play Beat Saber. So I've actually been playing that the most. Oh, I uh, yeah. This morning, I downloaded like a uh, a rock pack. So you have like um, um, Freebird is amazing on VR. Like I was doing Freebird like nonstop, man. Just 
Beat Saber. So basically, if you ever play like the old like rhythm games, like um, my one of my favorite games of all time is DJ Hero. So I've always yeah. wanted to play like something similar to that. And I've tried like the dance games, but I'm not like really too into that. I was more into like Guitar Hero, DJ Hero. Beat Saber might be the closest thing to it. The only difference is instead of you know having a remote, you're using your your controllers, and you actually like have like they look like lightsabers, and you're going on B, and you have to like do different directions and everything. Oh, yeah. But just like the way that the headset is on you and you feel like that 3D audio coming in, like you feel like you're in the beat, if that makes any sense. Oh, man. So I, that's the game I've been addicted to the most. But I, I still want to get the Walking Dead game that you recommended. Um, somebody recommended uh, Star Wars. Um, I downloaded a game called Elven Assassin, which I played before, which is really good. But yeah, I'm I'm like at a point where I'm just like buying whatever games I can. <laughs> this weekend, I'm like I'm, I got the place to myself, so this weekend I'm just gonna like play as many games as possible. But then I started doing like the other stuff, which I think you need to like help me like understand, like going into these virtual rooms and everything. Oh yeah. Um, shout out to Waiting's brother. Waiting said his brother actually designs VR rooms, so I need to like check some of those out. Wow. Um, but like the only thing I really did that's like not a game is like the movie theater experience you actually like you're in a movie theater it's ridiculous like yep. I was, it feels like you're sitting down in the movie theater and you're watching a movie if that makes any sense it's amazing i can't even describe it like you just have to do it like i'm at a point where i'm just gonna sit down tonight and put on a movie and pretend like i'm in the movie theater and you can like change your location you could be like in a winter lodge you could be like in a, a sunny beach or something um i was on this like it's kind of like google earth i was on this app called wander where you just kind of go anywhere in the world and like it feels like you're traveling in the world yep it's crazy man it's 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 so it's actually scary how real this stuff is um but yeah you need to give me some tips on like what other things to do you said you were like in a stand-up comedy club like, oh man yeah um i think it's the horizons hangout the okay. horizon hangout yeah um, they have yeah. the different rooms that you can go into. And one room was uh, like a nightclub and they had an open mic night the, night the day I went in there. And it was just people going up on stage and telling like corny jokes. And then an actual guy who like does comedy went up there and had the whole room laughing. It was it, re it was really, really nice. You could throw like stars at the guy and they had like um like fake cigars you could pick up off the bar and put in your mouth and uh, drinks you can Crazy. pick up and drink or whatever. But like it's so cool because like the proximity chat is is so spot on. So if you're walking over there, you can hear that conversation or they playing music on their phone, which is crazy because you can use a phone that you have in your Oculus. So, so yeah, it's crazy, so man. much. Dude, I sat there for like, I think until my battery died, which took like two hours. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, that's my only complaint is the battery dies. But I think that's a good thing because yeah. like I don't want to be in this for like more than two hours probably. Yeah. So that's a good and thing. Then they ask you halfway through. If you're playing a game that's like really like physically exhausting, mm -hmm. they ask you like, are you okay? Like we, <laughs> we, sure, we feel your sure sweat. Yeah, we feel the temperature rising and they give you um like little sweatbands in your box. Did you get any Yo, of those? No, but not for nothing. I think I need to get it because I was doing the B Saber thing and that was like a workout, which I'm like, this yeah. is actually kind of oh, good. It it's, really like, is. It's, a, it's a good alternative. Like I downloaded a couple fitness games. I'm like, I'm really gonna get into this. Mm -hmm. I'm so upset that I didn't have this during COVID because like I would have been stuck at home with this thing like at all times. Yeah, you've been um, fucking shredded. You've been <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> come out of the pandemic looking like freaking John Cena. Yeah, um, like, I have an app called Lightboxer and okay. I actually pay a subscription for it. And it's really, really good. It gets a good workout. But I got like a pack of like um like sweat guards that came in my oculus and they gave me like 10 of them and they're actually really really good they're good absorbent so it's not like you're like dripping sweat because you're going to get a workout oh, yeah. while you're using the oculus a lot even with like you said you're playing beat saber that much you're going to be getting a good workout oh yeah right after i was done i just jumped in the, i took a quick shower and cut right out <laughs> but i'm looking at the games i have now so i have a lot of like you know you get like the youtube vr which is pretty cool because you do like 360 videos and everything yep. i downloaded something called um 
like virtual desktop, which you can like I guess connect your computer to the VR, oh, which is pretty yeah. sick. Yep. I had no idea that there was even like Messenger on there. I'm like, I don't know, trying to play a game, and I start getting notifications from the BSK chat. Like, whoa, what? Yeah. And I'm re- I'm responding in the VR headset mm-hmm. itself, and I'm just like, you can link your phone completely to the uh, Oculus, and your text messages that come through on the Oculus. Or like, crazy. you know, you look at your wrist on your Oculus, and you get like a little watch. Your text messages okay. come through on that watch, and I, I never done it. But um, what were you just saying? Because I just uh, <laughs> I was just gonna say something else. But yeah, so if you if you do that, you can get your phone hooked up to it too. But I also have been playing. Um, no, I have been using the YouTube, and I actually watched um, Braden David do Poison Rana. So, and, uh, yeah. so it's like you know, it's, it's kind of like a big screen, like yeah. yeah. So it's kind of cool. Like anything you watch can be 360 video. So the Oculus, if nobody, ha- if you don't have an Oculus or ever play with an Oculus, please, we recommend it. I know Sino does. Now. So, <laughs> so, so what you're saying is we need to be the first chapter in Poison Rana to do Poison Rana VR and just do a whole podcast in the VR, in virtual reality. Yeah, of course, people want to see us like in VR. Why? Why wouldn't they? You know, and sit know, next know, to us and chill. I know there's a lot of users that use VR because I remember like couple years ago but actually during the pandemic somebody like left feedback to john and way on post wrestling and we're like oh i watched dynamite in a movie theater tonight it was yep. so amazing i'm talking to people and i'm like that sounds kind of corny like what is, what is that talking yeah. about but when you actually do it it's actually kind of cool the fact that you like be in a virtual place and talk to other people and, yep. and chat and look at like like you say like you're in a movie theater um yeah man like yeah i think we gotta do we gotta do poison poison run of vr if somebody yeah. has any tips <laughs> that can help us like you know, we're gonna start doing video. We'll do everything. We'll do live podcasting, like in a VR room. We can get Way Team's brother to um, you know make what? us a, a, a Poison Rana post wrestling VR room. We'll be good. Oh man, that'd be crazy. Yeah, get us a big screen in there so we can watch some wrestling. I actually watched the UFC fight. Um, okay. If you go into like the hangouts, they they show you showing times, and they like, hey, yeah, this is coming on at one o'clock or whatever. So I, one of the UFC pay views is coming on at like twelve in the afternoon. I just got it on and went in there and talked with a couple guys who were just watching the fights and the, the camera is like right inside of the octagon so it was a view you never see anywhere else i've watched basketball i've watched um i think i've watched um triple a i think i watched uh yeah i did watch triple a that's crazy same way exactly their WWE, camera is pretty good wwe definitely have done it because they have like the cameras like ringside or whatever so they they must do some you know, sort of I haven't VR seen thing. that camera in a while because it used to be right it, yeah. in the middle of the um the barricade yeah but i haven't seen a camera in a while and i haven't seen them advertise anything on vr so they probably you know stop doing yeah. it you never know with this whole endeavor deal maybe they're gonna start doing that um do they have karaoke they must have like karaoke bars in they VR, have to. right i'm oh. pretty sure we can find some karaoke you know I, i'll add you on there we'll, we'll, yeah i was gonna say add me and we'll, we'll start around. rolling around and you know start showing me all these rooms and everything but yeah this is it's probably one of the best like investments i've had and i'm actually am happy that i got it outside of the pandemic because now it's like i won't be stuck i actually like do it when i'm not working or just relaxing whatever um but yeah have you have you done it while uh on, on, you know on a uh, intoxicated a little bit okay because I'm, I'm that's my first thought was that must feel like amazing doing some of these vr yeah. things like while what? being high <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> the worst thing to play is like a shooting game while you're like oh, that because yeah. you your awareness is awful and you're dead dude i did the <laughs> i did the walk the plank thing I was freaking terrified. Everybody, I did not right? want to move. Yeah. I did not want to move. I'm like, this is freaking ridiculous right now. Like, I fell off. And I'm like, some people could probably, like, have a heart attack and die because they don't, they can't, you know what I mean? They don't know what the hell's going on. But yeah. it's, some of this stuff is freaking crazy. But yeah. Once you um, play The Walking Dead, you'll be having so much fun killing zombies. You won't even be scared at all. You're just throwing knives at people. It's really fun. 
really, really I know that I know the BDE said to to bring up the headset when I we come up for Forbidden Door, but if you're gonna be there in Detroit, like we can do it there also. You can have a headset there, so we can do, do it headsets. there. Do oh <laughs> man, there we go. All right. Oof. If anybody has any recommendations for any VR games or anything in VR in general, yeah, any any VR rooms know, you think we should join, or if you wanna, you know, watch some sports or something with us, let me know. I'll jump in. No problem. Absolutely. So, so uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Now I was gonna say, have you been watching anything? Any, any movies coming up that you want to see? Are you interested in this George Foreman movie that's coming out? That everybody's oh, shitting on already. <laughs> oh, you know, when I first seen the trailers for this George Foreman movie, um, the actors that's playing in it, I uh, kind of wasn't really feeling too much. But then yeah. I, I'm more intrigued by George Foreman's story. Me too. Than yeah. I am worried about the actors or the acting, because um, what what did George do? I know I know about. Younger George in his boxing days, how he was one of the most feared boxers yep. and all that stuff, and thrilling Manila and fighting uh, Ali and all this stuff. But like in between time, in between that first retirement and him coming back and George Foreman grills, I don't know what's what that guy went through or like his early early life. I'm very intrigued by the story, but <laughs> when it <laughs> comes to these yeah. like biotic movies, it's tough to really get through if they don't have a good person playing the guy. I mean, the guy looks like George. Couple shades too dark, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I can get over that. I just I hope he has a good supporting cast because it doesn't look like they're really knocking it out the park acting wise in the movie. So I don't know. I could just cross my fingers and hope for the best. Yeah, I think I might see it because I I have this movie pass where I get to see like five movies a month, and I think mm-hmm. I have like two more movies. So one of them obviously going to watch Guardians of the Galaxy next week, and I'm like, what else is there to watch? And it's like I kind of want to watch that Air movie, the one that we spoke about, um, yeah. with the, the whole Jordan. Have you seen that movie? Is no. no, I haven't seen it only because I know the whole story already. Yeah, and, it's one of those know, movies where I I probably just watch it at home. But like a yeah. boxing movie, a sports movie, I feel like I should see it in theaters. And like you said, I don't know much about George Foreman. Like you, you know, everybody knows Ali's story, everybody knows Tyson's story, but Foreman was like a very quiet dude. And like as far as I know, and like I don't really know much about him. My only question is, why the hell is the movie title so long? The movie is the the actual title of the movie is Big George Foreman: The Miraculous Story of the Once and Future Heavyweight Champion of the World. Just call the movie Foreman or call it what? George or whatever. Like, it's a long-ass title for no reason. But uh, it's currently sitting at 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. But it has an audience score of 100, which is uh, that's a little weird. Um, I don't even know how many – out of what? 100% out of what? Two people probably? It doesn't even say here. Yeah, this is like 10 people. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know if I take that audience score to heart. But, yeah, I didn't know the movie was that long. I mean, the title was that long. What? Yeah. Why, why would they the mo- do that? The movie's pretty long, too. It's over two hours. It says two hours and eight minutes, so – yeah. I'm surprised they wouldn't just name it George Foreman because that's what he named all his children. Grill. Call it Grill. Or no, he, 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 I think he has like four children named George yeah, Foreman. George, so Georgina, right? <laughs> George. Like, why, why not? Maybe he didn't want people to think it's a George Michael movie or a Boy George movie. Who knows? Uh, George Bush. Yeah. <laughs> no, no George is out there. <laughs> sure. if it, okay, George Foreman is cool, but yeah, I, as I'm looking at it now, I I don't know, Sino. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. What what looks worse, him as Foreman or the guy they they got for Mike Tyson in that Hulu show? That was pretty bad. Ooh. That was pretty bad. I kind of didn't even watch that because I didn't Me like the guy. Yeah, yeah, and he looks he was so small and he didn't. Yeah, I, I watched one episode and that was it. Yeah, I don't think I didn't need it. I didn't need it at all. Hulu Hulu is very very um hit or miss with their TV shows. Yeah, I mean, even the Wu-Tang show, like, some of those don't look like it, but the acting was spot on, so that's, like, what makes up for it. If you could have a good story know, and the man. acting is good. Well, you're more of a Wu-Tang historian than yeah. me. 
I think they knocked it out the park besides RZA. Well, the one thing that bothered me with RZA is, like, I think it's one of the final episodes where RZA and Jizza are next to each other, and Jizza is, like, towering over RZA, and it's like, no, yeah, RZA is, like, the tallest really dude tall. in Wu-Tang, yeah. and Jizza's <laughs> not that tall at all. So, yeah, the RZA one is a little off, I guess, but, like, the ODB was spot on. Yep. Raekwon was, at first, it wasn't spot on, but when he starts getting into the zone, he was amazing. Um, But, yeah, overall thoughts, because we didn't really get a chance to talk about the finale, or the, the series finale now, true, like, true. you know, was it great? Did you, did you enjoy the whole overall thing? You know, um, this season was a lot different than all the others. Yep. A lot of people had a lot of things to say about it, but I loved every time they broke down the album and gave them their own short story. I loved it. I that loved was, it. That was probably the, the most creative thing I've ever seen with explaining how they made an album. Because they could have just been like, okay, we're going to do a regular documentary style, show these guys making a song, show them like, you know, because they, they did that the whole first oh, yeah. season. First two seasons, but, really. No, yeah. they said, no, we're going to switch it up and give you a short movie on ODB. We'll give you a short movie on um on the, crimin- the criminology episode is probably one of the dopest things I've ever seen. Yeah, because if you watch that, if you listen to that album and you watch that episode, it's the exact same thing. It's, it's the ridiculous. exact same thing. If you always wanted, if you listen to Only Be With Cuban Links, you always wanted a movie to go with that mm-hmm. album. And they gave it to you in, in only like an hour. So... That was the, probably the most creative thing I've ever seen with an album. What I music that TV. was that was my favorite episode. I love that episode. But when they showed the Jizza Liquid Swords, I was oh freaking in God. love because like I don't know how to describe it. It was like if you've seen the Man with the Iron Fist or any of the old Kung Fu flicks, it was like that vibe. But it also had like a Blade Runner like cyber steampunk type of vibe to it. A lot of yep. like the mechanics and everything. Yep. I thought it was freaking fantastic. Like that should be shown in a movie in a movie theater. Like that was like very cinematic. And it, like what you said about them trying different things, it doesn't surprise me because RZA always tried different things. Wu Tang always tried different things. It wasn't like your normal. You know, we're going to talk about selling drugs and all that. Like, yeah, they showed that in the first season or two. But now mm-hmm. we're going to get into, like, the cinematic style, the stuff that, like, the abstract style that, that makes Wu-Tang stand out. So, yeah, exactly. those three episodes, you had the ODB was, like, the black exploitation comedy funky episode. You had mm-hmm. the criminology mafia episode with Ray and Ghost. And then you had, like, this, like, Shogun assassin, steampunk. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It was, like, a spiritual successor to the band with the Iron Fist, the Rizzo movie. Yeah. I absolutely freaking loved it. Um, The the ending episode did feel a little rushed. It was kind of like, okay, we need to wrap everything up like as the last album comes out they kind of show like a little highlight reel of what Wu-Tang is doing nowadays and I was like that kind of sucks I wish they would have like announced a spinoff they like <laughs> they did like a Marvel thing where they kind of like tease like Bobby Digital it's like we're gonna have the Bobby Digital thing and it's like are we really gonna get a movie because I would love like an actual two-hour Bobby Digital movie like yeah. it's the same style as all this other stuff but um, yeah thumbs up I, I absolutely love the show um sad we're not gonna get like any sort of like continuation of it but who knows maybe down the line I'm sure RZA probably has hundred other ideas um live action afro samurai give me that i love afro samurai absolutely you know what um is it anybody that from the wu-tang that you wish could have like been in this series like um like any other member who wasn't I, yeah I, I wish they would have showed capadonna more like i feel like he definitely has like, a good story they could have definitely got into that um there was like a couple like singers like i don't like the true story like if you ever hear this female singer on like wu-tang forever and a bunch of albums her name is takitha mm-hmm. she was actually rizza's like baby mother <laughs> like they actually had a kid together and everything okay. so they didn't go into that but they could have definitely like showed that um i did like the little cameos they had throughout the series like yeah p diddy you had biggie you had um fat joe uh, yep, Big Al. Big Al, yep. that was that was pretty sick but yeah. no i mean they got they got all the members in i was actually surprised how much story they gave to like you god and master killer and inspector yeah. deck and all that and my favorite part about this because this is true to this day 
they had like a little rivalry or a little beef at the end between Riza and Raekwon about like everything about, about money, about like uh, creative differences. And it wasn't actually resolved on the show. They like, yeah, they like Wu Tang still had like their little dinner at the end and everything. But Riza and Raekwon, you never had like that conversation, which is true because to this day, they, you know, they're brothers, obviously, but they don't they still have beefs within each other, which is how every family is, right? Like, I don't oh, yeah. get along with my brother all the time or whatever the case is. But at the end of the day, what was the final scene? Them coming together for Thanksgiving dinner and taking mm-hmm. a group photo, which is like, yeah, that's the true story of it. But I do like how, like, they didn't have this fabricated, like, you know, we're going to make up and everything. Because, no, to this day, there's still, like, lawsuits going on and this and that. And it sucks, but it happens everywhere. It happens in wrestling. It happens in movies. There's now, was that right? the picture they took at the Thanksgiving dinner, was that an actual mm-hmm. picture? Because I feel like when they took it, they were going to like show the actual picture because it yeah. looks so like they didn't fabricate that at all. It's yeah, like, I'm oh, sure, this, sure. this is a real picture somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that probably happened because what happened was like what Rizzo's mom was like, hey, you know, I don't have a photo of old nine of you and yep. took the photo and everything. Yeah, I'm sure they there probably is some some real photos out there like this. Yeah, I wanted to see it because I, I just knew I'm like, OK, they're going to take this and they're going to show the actual picture. But like you were saying, though, like that was the only thing that kind of got to me with the characters that Rizzo was short. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and sometimes the guy kind of pushed the Rizza voice too much, but I'm pretty sure that was Rizza directing that though. Like, yeah, yeah this is was, how I talk. And you know, yeah, it's like, weird because like season one, I didn't see too much of an issue. Season two, he like changed his voice, and in season three, he trying to like get went back a little bit, but still use elements of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's you know, there's a lot that's of like, issues. cadence though. Like yeah. a lot of people, like why did he talk like that? Like you never heard Rizza talk. <laughs> like, that's kind of the way he talks. Like he that's talks really like true. he's an actual kung fu master. So yeah. whenever like they like went into the mind of Riza and showed like him actually making the beats, that was like that was like some VR Ridiculous. shit. It felt like yeah. you were inside his mind, like yeah. learning all the instruments. But that was great. So I hope they give Riza like I'm sure he has other projects, like I said, but I hope they give him like some other similar ideas. Yeah, um, I'll like never this. forget that episode when like you say, we're basically in his head while yeah. he's got like everything that he's putting together on this board is around him and i'll never forget the episode that was so if, dope yeah if anybody's like a artist or producer watch like that not even the whole episode just watch like that one scene and you're gonna be mm-hmm. like amazed on like what they were able to do with it you know that's all Riz's like creative like idea i, I actually filmed that like if you if you tell me hey you know film you making a beat i'll be like what like what do you mean like but they actually like were able to like to somehow like show like the mind of a producer and everything that goes into it it was done so well so yeah well. you got like the soul guys playing drums over here and you gotta you got this uh kung fu guy doing like poses over there and this is like oh yeah this is this is everything you hear in this beat and it was so crazy like it was the, the most masterful thing i've seen when it comes to like production in a movie because nobody explains how producers make songs mm. i mean and why how not how do you explain one of the greatest producers of all time crazy and Sorry. one last thing before we move on the scene with ghostface with the delphonics having a shootout that's a true oh. story yeah true i've story. heard that yeah. story and when <laughs> when they made the series there was three things i asked for it was that um the odb grammy thing which we obviously didn't see and i forgot what the last thing was but i was so happy that they showed like the actual shootout which yeah. is these old like not old but like you know this, this elderly men in the background like old old soul singers while ghostface takes his gun out and starts shooting i'm just like <laughs> he told that story crazy. on uh drink champs that's yes, when i first heard champs. it yep, and yep. i was like no. Yeah, when I yeah. see when I seen the episode, I'm like, oh, this is it. <laughs> this is it. When he's they got in the car and they're like, oh, we're the Delphonics. I'm like, this is the episode. It's gonna happen now. But yeah, that was that was one of the dopest things ever too. But you wanna so, you wanna kick this uh you wanna kick it to some wrestling? You know, you wanna let's talk about some wrestling. Let's talk, talk about some some graps. Yeah, did you watch Raw this week? I did, but I can't remember anything that happened on. I'm trying to think. It was a really really forgettable episode of Raw. 
it, it nothing, nothing really yeah, like, like like the episodes haven't been bad it's just been kind of like blah like nothing's really happening like yeah, yeah. you got this whole cody thing he's feeding with brock i feel like they're just kind of like just waiting for like something big to happen i mean they obviously showed this new title what do you think of the title thumbs up thumbs down all right okay if you as you can see i have the big gold behind me yes you do i yep. absolutely love that belt all right and they just gave me a 2023 version of it i I didn't expect much because they they WWE likes their branding. So yeah. what do you expect for them to slap a big WWE logo right in the middle of the big goat? It's just Triple H is running the show. He loves yeah. the big goat too. So that's true. I I really like the belt. It looks really nice. I don't like the image they put on the website because yeah, it looks it, different. It looks a little different. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah. that's not what the final like design is going to be. They had a, it was probably like a mock they put up and then they didn't yeah. even update because the, the W looks like silver on the yeah it um, does. You know, but the, the one they showed on Monday, the W looks like black almost or like. Yeah, like it's it's it's, no there, it's there, but it's not like in your face standing out. It's like it's it's subtle. It's right there, yeah. which I, I, I like. It's kind of like in the background. But yeah, the one they showed on the website, it's like the W it's, right in the middle. Yeah, the one on the website is terrible. But two things they could have did for me. They could have put some red rubies in it like the big gold, you know, around the trim yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they could have like studded out that the logo, like put some. Some, some cubics or some diamond, whatever you want to put in those, whatever they put in there to make it shine. They could have put that in the logo. But other than that, I like the belt. I really like it. Yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm okay with it. Like, as long as it looks different than the other ones that Roman has with the big giant W, like, I'm perfectly fine with it. I hate those belts. Let's get rid of them. <laughs> I think I was talking to Debbie about that on Poison Rana. Let's get rid of those giant logo belts. They're so gaudy and terrible. Like, oh, what do you, where do you work? WWE, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I feel like they will once they establish that Roman is going to stay on one show and he's like that champion. They're probably going to give him a brand new title as well. Yeah, like, he needs it. I mean, they like I said, that's the only belt that's still like if that. I think those are the only yeah. two. Everything else has been updated. So been updated, yeah. The tag yeah, titles like they've evolved. They still have like that giant penny design, but they changed the straps and the color and everything. But that, those have been around for for a minute. Those um, need a facelift. One, one of my favorite titles of all time is the old school WWF tag team title. Like, you know, it kind of looks like it says world on it with the red, like little font in it. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite titles of all time. So hopefully they can do something similar to that. I, yeah. Just rehash that because that's even the like one of their best sellers on like yeah. shop.com because everybody loves that tag belt. No, I don't really, I don't dig the penny belts, but I kind of like them when they were all black and they looked like a penny, you know, yeah. with the copper. I kind of yeah. like those. I don't like color straps. I, I do like color straps, but I don't like red and blue straps. Those are gotcha. kind of cheesy and kind of corny. But if you want to do color white, um, Warriors old, like light blue was nice. Yep, some light blue, like, yep. Yeah, just give me a black strap or a white strap. We don't need all that other shit, dude. Yeah. The new belts look, it looks pretty good, though. I, I think, uh, and everybody's already saying it's uh, Cody's belt, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't, so. yeah, I don't, I don't think you should win that belt. Give it to, like, um, no, Cody, Cody give it to, be. you know, give it to Seth Rollins, give it to freaking Dominic Mysterio, give it to somebody else. Cody needs a belt, um, at a big event. We don't need oh, to just no. give Cody a belt at Backlash or United Champions. We need to give Cody a belt when the time's right, say here in Detroit. Just not saying. <laughs> I'm not a Cody fan, just for the record. But yeah, he needs it at a big event. Nobody wants to get Cody crowned at Night of Champions in, in Saudi Arabia, right? Uh, yeah, Night of Champions yeah, no. in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. yeah, no, you can't have Captain America win the belt in Saudi Arabia. Dude. I can <laughs> like, see it right now. He's gonna win a SummerSlam, and the headline's gonna say Cody Detroit, and you're gonna be like, "Yo, uh, you're gonna be like, cease and deceased." <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> 
Code Detroit. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, uh, Raw was uneventful. Uh, besides Bad Bunny showing up, and uh, that's gonna be crazy, man. Yeah, the the backlash. I'm so upset, man. Like I really wanted to go to that, but then they started announcing like everything. They're like, we're gonna go to London, then AEW's gonna go to London, then we're gonna go to Toronto. I'm just like, yo, I can only handle so much. Like, I'm definitely gonna do Detroit, like London. Like I. I kind of want to do it, but it's like, honestly, the way AEW has been lately, it's like, do I want to really commit myself? Like, if I would go, I would just go just to hang out with you guys, whatever. Yeah. But, like, that's still, that's still a lot of money for for a wrestling show. Like, if I'm going to go to London or anywhere in Europe, it's going to be like a WrestleMania or something big. Exactly. Um, and then the fact that they're going to do All Out the week after All In, so it makes me feel like All In is not going to be like a traditional pay-per-view. Like, as far as I know, they haven't announced it. Yeah. So I feel like All In is going to be more like a Grand Slam, which is like, it's yeah. a big event, but the matches aren't like, you can't have like these huge matches in the following week is all out because all out is like their WrestleMania, right? Especially a year after the whole CM Punk brawl out thing. Mm -hmm. So once like I found out for sure that all out is happening the week after, I'm kind of like, all right. So all in, I don't think it's going to be what like we were hoping it was going to be. Like I know it's in Wembley, obviously it's a huge, huge stadium, but it's like, I don't think the card is going to be as big as we would hope. I feel like we're going to get more like dream matches, yeah. but nothing like, you know, big stakes, like world champion matches. That worries me too. I didn't know that that was a. They were like a week apart. I had I had no idea about that. So that that even rises more speculation for me because it's like, am I going to have to pay to see this show in in London? Because I don't want to pay if it's not going to be that important. Yeah, you know? so and then I want to pay for a pay per view the next week. I know, and it's like well, all ends on a Sunday, so it can't be like a dynamite episode. It's got like an actual no. like. They could, I don't know. you know what, if they were to go all the way over there and do a fucking dynamite, that's a slap in the face. That's a slap. Yeah. That's, that's like when they went to Toronto and they gave us that rampant. Well, I'm not going to speak about that. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> I, was, I was not there, sir. But no, yeah, I, was, not... I was asleep for three hours. <laughs> like it's, it's on a Sunday. So you would like think they would tape like dynamite the week before the week after just to have like a dynamite there. Like, why not do mm -hmm. more than one show while you're there? But yeah, it's on a Sunday. And then yeah, all that's supposed to be the following, the following, I guess, week, like uh, either May second or May third. So um, so yeah, weird. like when they first announced all in, I think it was like Anthony Bowen or somebody like put a tweet out, and everybody was confused, like, wait, what do you mean all that's happening? Oh, he just, you know, he whatever, he just like probably doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. And then somebody, I forgot her name, she's like a top VP or executive in AW, like confirmed it recently. So I'm just like, yeah, they're gonna have, um, they're gonna have, you know, this thing, and yeah. even like Forbidden Door, I feel like feels like a bigger show. Than like all in does at this point. It does. They're, um, they're happening like back to back. Yeah, and they're doing it in Toronto too. So yep. think about um that crowd's gonna be crazy. I can't yeah. you know, I'm still uh, it's getting real tight because um SummerSlam tickets here in Detroit have skyrocketed. Mm, okay. Crazy. I mean, through the roof, to yeah. the moon. They're really going crazy for this event. Um I haven't seen anybody saying like they got cheap tickets besides mm. Brady and Davey who got in at the ground floor. Nice. You know, they got, they got pretty good tickets for a pretty good price, but me and my brother's been looking, Jesus, I'm talking about four or 500 range, you know? So and they haven't even announced a card yet. <laughs> have, we have no idea what's going to be, on yeah. but it's in, it's in four field and four field held WrestleMania. So it's like, you know, it's a gift and a curse for me because I, I realized that we're never going to get another WrestleMania now. Because mm -hmm. you can't do WrestleMania in the place you did SummerSlam. That's true. Yeah. You know? So the only thing new, we only thing else they haven't done here is uh, Comerica Park. Okay. And I don't think they'll do WrestleMania here in April in Detroit. Yeah. In baseball field. It, it'll never happen. 
I know at one point, like, Royal Rumbles were, like, at baseball fields. They did, like, what, two or three times at least? And I thought that yeah. was going to be, like, the staple. So that could be maybe, like, a Royal Rumble down the line, Royal Rumble hmm. in Detroit. Yeah, I mean, we always pop a good crowd, though. Like, yeah. I got people that's coming from Ohio, people from Chicago coming up. So it's 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 going to go crazy. And Ford Field is a huge stadium. Um, When I went to WrestleMania 23, I was, like, in high school, I sat up against the wall. In the very, very top. So, <laughs> yeah, I was in the nose. So, as long as you can do better than that, it's yeah, a win. I'm good. Yeah, anything <laughs> better than that is pretty much good. But support, it's not a bad seat in Fort Field. I'll give it that. And they got pretty roomy seats because, um, you know, it's weird. I don't know if you've been to a lot of football games in the States or mm-hmm. whatever, but the football chairs, the, the seats at this football stadium is a lot wider than yes. the okay. seats at a basketball stadium. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why is that? Do they expect a football crowd to be bigger or something? I guess so, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, it's not a bad season for a field. So, anybody's coming up to or coming down to see um, SummerSlam, please drop a line. We can definitely hook up and do something. I want to show everybody that uh, that karaoke spot. They, yes, I heard you guys talking about that. I definitely want to hit that up myself. Oh, but, yeah, who God. knows what the card is going to be because, like, I'm looking at the schedule now. You got Backlash next week in Puerto Rico. Then you have Night of Champions in Saudi Arabia at the end of May. And then you have Money in the Bank in London, July 1st. And then you have SummerSlam in August. So it's like you got three big shows before, like, this SummerSlam. So. And it's going to be the first show back in the States. Like, they're having a WWE World Tour with these uh, PLEs until they come back from to Ford Field. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to make the trip because Detroit I can do, even if it's, like, for a weekend whatever, just oh, yeah. go out there for SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. um, I think SummerSlam might – I'm trying to – I got to count it, but, like, SummerSlam and, and WrestleMania are neck and neck in how many of those events I went to because there was a good string where they had SummerSlam like four years in a row in Brooklyn. So I went to all those shows. Wow. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely going to, I haven't been to a SummerSlam in a minute, but I definitely want to make this trip to, to Detroit. I don't think I've ever been to a SummerSlam. Oh, okay. I've never been, I've been to one WrestleMania and I've never been to a SummerSlam. Okay. Everything else is Royal Rumble and Hell in a Cell and Night of Champions, stuff like that. We always get like the, the B pay-per-views right. when when the brand split was actually a thing we always got a pay-per-view every other month so it was like you know they always came here we're always a good market too like we're we're a loyal very very basic crowd we're not going to turn on you we're not gonna, so, like so, rock the boat so, too much so question about that and we're transition to the draft itself our own little draft that we're doing but with them doing this this hard brand split and them taking it seriously and putting like a new title and all that you think they might do like brand specific PLEs like they used to they should they should right. because a lot of people don't get any burn on TV. Yeah. And so this this is going to be an opportunity to make those stars like um like the, when the SmackDown Live era started and we got an opportunity to like Becky Lynch got made in SmackDown Live era. Yeah. You know like everybody's going to get a chance now. Like uh well I I'll show you I'll, I'll show you in our draft that we do who I <laughs> do it. But yeah, so we could see we never know who's going to break out right now. Any yeah. any team, anybody who like has a plan could this is your chance to really do something yeah so absolutely. And, good. and with them like traveling the world they can really become like the world wrestling entertainment and actually have like smackdown's gonna be in europe doing their show for like a week or a whole month whatever you want to do it and yeah. you know while while raw is over here in california they you literally split up the rosters and go like worldwide and start doing shows everywhere go to mexico do a show at arena mexico go to the tokyo dome like why not just do shows everywhere like you got fans all over the world right you want to you Absolutely. want to be the top dog in wrestling then have shows all over the world so i just wanted to get on a little bit of a aw before we go into our draft oh yeah i forgot about aw <laughs> yeah, how could you uh <laughs> i just want to you know uh, I, I went on a little tangent about aw on poison rana but this week this week of 
wrestling really uh it's really trying me because <laughs> nothing happened nothing happens on a week to week i'm just excited for darby and uh sammy good match pretty good yeah. match pretty fun match i didn't expect anything less from those guys um orange cassidy and bandito fun match love bandito love orange cassidy but when you get to the other side of the car, <laughs> we get to the Jay Cargo versus Tyler Valkyrie. Oh, that match was bad. I'm sorry. Oh, that match was so bad. I love Jade. I love Jade. Jade, I will never, ever stop following you on Instagram. You, <laughs> you are one of my favorite follows. I love everything about this woman. But we need to get her on some house shows. Yeah. ASAP. Yep. Because I can't keep watching these title defenses. Like, if she's going to be 56 and 0 or whatever and 0, I need her to like really, really lay it in in these matches because I, it's it's a bathroom break for me right now. You know, yep. it's it's a bathroom break, and then I got to see Jeff Jarrett on my TV. So <laughs> it's <laughs> and he and he got to win too. He wins and he fucking wins. Yeah, oh it's God. I don't. They've only done one of these house shows, and I don't think Jade was even on it to be honest with you. But they're they got a bunch coming up soon, and yeah, like you're right, they should put Jade on it. Jade was barely on um Dark and Dark Elevation, which those shows I think are going to be gone now. Which okay, I'm kind of happy yeah. about it in a way. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> but dark, where where <laughs> where is she where is she gonna get her reps in? Like where like she's been on Rampage, I guess put her more on Dynamite. But yeah, she she's been here what like, two years, and she really hasn't progressed much. Like, she's done all. about fifty six matches in two years. That's probably and, how many matches she's done. And you're not even giving her the real women's division because they're busy having their own feud. Like she hasn't tangled with Britt Baker or Jamie Hayter or no. any of the outcasts or any of these women. Like nope. I feel like it's a whole separate division. Like, um, so it's like, I don't know if they were like, maybe like going to try to bring in Sasha and take the title off or Mercedes take the title off her and it never worked out. I don't know what's, what's going on there, but I feel like they don't know what to do with Jade at this point. I don't even want to see her versus Sasha right now. I don't, I, if anything, they should team up and she should train with her if yeah. anything, but I just can't, I can't do it, man. That the finish to that match was the worst. It was very lame. I couldn't even, they do the same finisher, right? Yeah, that's the whole story is like um, Ty has been doing the Road to Valhalla, which is pretty much jaded. But going into this match, she was barred from doing it. And then like she looks so dumb at the end because she like went for it. Like, oh, she forgot she couldn't do it. And then in the confusion, she got rolled up by Jade. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little. And then yeah. at, after, at the end, Ty gets all upset and attacks them and tries to take out Aubrey Edwards. And I'm just like, what is going on right now? Like, yeah, we need a new finish. Um, the only oh. person who should be doing that finish is Jazz. Yes, yeah, because <laughs> she made it look brutal. She yeah. didn't lay you down, solve. She threw you to the ground. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't, those two ladies, Warlow and um and Arn Anderson is a good pairing for me. Yep, I don't mind it. I don't mind yeah. it. I just don't like that they took the belt off of uh, Hobbs too early. That was my only gripe about that whole thing. I don't want to see Warlow like running through people now that he's with Arn Anderson because he should have been doing that. Arn should just be validating him. He should just be. Ha- out there with Warlow while he has good matches, not squash matches. He should be right there with him. How do you feel about um Roderick Strong and how how high is his ceiling in AEW? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's about as high as Adam Cole's ceiling is, honestly. Yeah. Be- what do we expect out of Adam Cole right now? He's feuding with Jericho. Just like it's like everybody like has to go through like Jericho before like they move on. But like, look what happened to Ricky Starks. He beat Jericho twice, and what's yeah. he doing now? Team up with Sean Spears. Yeah, he's on party face Bullet Club, <laughs> Bullet Club Gold. You know, like come on, like what? And then Jay White. I'm sorry, but he made 
I don't know if it was his decision to not go to WWE, but and I heard like they don't have a hiring freeze. Like that was the rumor. That then I, I heard like no, they don't have a hiring freeze. They just decided not to sign him. So I'm like, oh shit! Like what? What? Who did he upset that they don't even want to sign him? But yeah, he he went to AEW and it's been a flop. I'm sorry, it's like it's flopped hard. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? You're teaming up with Juice Robinson and you're feuding with Ricky Starks and Sean Spears. Like, that's what you, you're, you're the former top dog in Japan. You're the former leader of the Bullet Club. Yeah. You know, they didn't treat AJ Styles like this. They didn't treat Finn Balor like this when they came in. It's just, I don't know. And I, I, I love Roddy. I love Roderick Strong, but I feel like he's going to be a Ring of Honor in a couple of weeks. Oh, of course. Like, what? They, they, that's what they signed him for. <laughs> like, they keep doing this. They keep signing people and like they disappear for a while and they bring them back. Like, a bandito was gone. He all of a sudden comes back. You know, where's where's Miro? Where's Andrade? You know, they signed Commander. By the way, Commander got hurt at the Toronto show last night. I hope he's okay. Oh shit. Yeah, I heard of that. So I hope he's okay. That um sucks. but like they keep signing I call it sign and stash. They sign somebody and they disappear. And then like what happens? The talent gets upset. You got um Drillistico today put up a, a, a post saying, Oh, where should because he's brothers with Dragon Lee and Roosh. He's like, Where should we all go? Which which group should we all go together in? And everybody's like, WWE. Like Dragon Lee's over there. Like, you're not signed, go join your brother, and they're not doing nothing with Roosh. Bring Andrade with you. Do Bruce do, isn't doing shit. Yeah, do 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 LFI versus LWO. Boom. They see those merch sales that LW is having right now. They want to go over there on SmackDown. Like oh. that's 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 a destination. Could you imagine if Roosh and you know Dragon Lee, all those yeah. guys were in WWE? I'm saying Fury NXT right now, running oh. development right now, dude. Only reason they would be in an NXT because the language barrier. Other than that, they're ready to go on Monday nights or Tuesday nights, whatever you want to put them at. It's the language barrier that's in between a lot of those guys. And like you were saying, I want to, I really want to give Tony Khan the, the kudos he needs, but you can't keep stashing these guys. You cannot keep doing this. Wardlow, not Wardlow, but um, uh, Miro, where's he? I know Andrade was trying to get out of his contract for a while. I'm yep. pretty sure he probably wants to go work with his wife. I know they're really, really close, so I'm pretty sure he wants to go work with her. Oh yeah, of course. I don't, like, I don't like how he's doing that, man. Like, stop signing people if you have no intentions for them. I know you want to put up the graphic and make it seem like you're bringing all your best people over here, but I don't want you to stick Roderick Strong on Ring of Honor, so I don't see him anymore. You like know? honestly, do you do you hear anybody talk about Ring of Honor? Like, I haven't. No, nobody. Like, nobody. Nobody it comes on on Thursdays, it. right? Yes, Thursdays. It's on a streaming service that nobody pays for. So unless like somebody recommends a match, like Gringo Loker versus the Kingo, I recommended that. You mm -hmm. have to go out of your way to either subscribe or find the link or watch wrestling somewhere. And you know what I mean? Like it's 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 like so like low on the the, the, the it's like on the level of Rampage, and nobody watches Rampage anymore. And then you got it's, this it's new show coming out, NWA. and who knows. Yeah. Oh my god! And who knows what this new show is gonna be? This collision show. They're like they're making a show just for CM Punk. It's like I don't. They have some. I'm, I'm looking at the roster now. They got so many people on the roster that I'm even utilizing. Like a Brian Pillman Jr. He's he's really good, but like they barely use him. He's like an attack team of Rock Anderson. You got like Daniel Garcia is like lost in the JIS right now. Hangman Page. Where's Hangman Page? Who knows? Maybe he doesn't want to be there because CM. And Punk's coming back. Like this, there's so many wrestlers in AW that like aren't being used or you just don't know what happened to them. House of Black, they won the trios titles. Where have they been? I haven't seen the trios built in like yeah. two weeks, right? Yeah. yeah. Pac, I don't know if he's having VC issues. I mean, I'm like literally going down the roster right now. I'm like, I don't know what happened to half these guys. Scorpio Sky, who knows where he is? Sunny Kiss, haven't seen him in a while. Like, there's like know. so many people here. Like, I don't know what happened to them. Like, and I didn't even go to the women's roster. The women's roster is like, forget about it. You got like Kira Hogan. Like, I love Kira Hogan. And oh, man. The whole Whole baddies thing, yep. there was no purpose to that at all. You put them together, it didn't elevate Kiara Hogan, it didn't elevate Red Velvet. They broke them apart. There was never really like a resolution or a feud to that. It was just okay, we're just gonna put Jade with 
Layla Gray, who's not even signed to the company. Like, I don't understand some of their logic, and I really want to love this company. Mercedes yep. Martinez, where's she? Is she hurt? Who knows? Um, it's 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 so weird. Wait, man. is it's is weird. Mark Sterling still with Jade Cargo? Mark Sterling is with everybody. Mark Sterling is with the varsity <laughs> athletes. He's with the trust busters. He's with Jade. He's with Layla Gray. He's I don't know. He's probably with. <laughs> He's probably with Satnam Singh and Jeff Jarrett. I don't know. Those guys always got somebody with them. He he's, probably probably, he's probably in the background of TV, honestly. Like, I don't know what's going on with Mark Sterling. He's managing me next week. He's, <laughs> he's probably watching this podcast right now. Um, But, like, I don't, like, and then every single storyline he's in is, like, contract tampering or Jay, uh, Taya can't use this move. And then Matt Hardy got this. And this is, like, I don't need contract stipulations in every single AEW match like and then oh my god I don't it's okay like, since it's, you got to that okay then I can finally get to my favorite person to talk about in AEW MJF who mm-hmm. once again gets to pick his opponents and what they do before they face him yep so you know this we, we can get off of AEW after this but do you give a damn about this title picture right now because I don't no I do not like- care you should have, like, the opening promo was great when you had all four of them in the ring and they all had a promo paddle. Announce the four-way right then and there. Like, just, yeah, just get it out why the way. go through all these hoops and, like, for what reason? You're going to have this anyway. It was like, no, we're going to have a mini tournament. And then one's going to end by Kana. And the other one's going to end by DQ. By the way, these referees never in the history have counted anybody out or DQ'd anybody. Never. All of a sudden, these referees have eyeballs. And then, okay, <laughs> after all this is done, we're going to have a tag team match, player. And if you win... We're going to make it a four-way. But if you don't, we're going to keep it Sammy. And everybody knows it's not going to be Sammy and MJF because nobody wants that match. No offense to these guys, but you don't want two douchebag heels in the main event of Double or Nothing. Exactly. So you know we're going to get a four-way. So are you just killing time? Like, why not give this time to other people that don't have time in wrestling? You know what I mean? Uh, last thing before we end off AEW. But hold on one second. Yeah, go ahead. How, go ahead, did, go ahead. how did those three even get in title contention? That's what I'm. That is my whole gripe with this. How does Sammy Guevara, who hasn't won anything, yeah? How does he? Oh, no, I'm just, I'm just a contender for the title. Darby Allen, he's won a couple matches, but yeah, he's just a contender for the title. Jungle Boy, oh, I'm just contender for the title. I don't know where. If that's the case, get fucking Miro out here because you know I'd who, rather see him beat the brakes out of all three of you. <laughs> you know who? You know who should get a title shot? Exactly. Orange Cassidy, because he's winning every fucking week. Every week. He like Orange Cassidy for MGF. Who knows? Maybe they're saving that for all out, all in, all out, whatever, all whatever the fuck you want to call it. But like, he should be the champion. That's the one thing that like NWA. I know nobody watches the NWA, but the one thing that they have there is a TV title. And if you win like eight matches in a row, you get a world title shot. That's how it should yeah. be here. It's like you should. It should be Orange Cassidy. Like I'm sorry, Sammy. I can't remember the last time he won a match. Like yeah, wins and Dar- losses yeah, matter Dar- in this company too. So you know. Um. <laughs> last thing really quick because we were so high on this group when they first started and what the fuck happened to the mogul affiliates who <laughs> <laughs> so Ooh. we had we had the greatest manager of all time rick ross come in right he introduces swerve and then you have these little henchmen with trench and parker and trench coat and park i don't know so and then like they disappear no explanation like they realize they both can't wrestle so I was like, okay we can't use these guys yep. and then like you're feeding with keith lee but you're not really feeding with keith lee and then we're gonna put you with an roh stable we're gonna put you with the embassy but not the whole embassy just brian cage and prince nana you know one third of the trios champions like mm-hmm. I, I don't understand yeah. what you're doing and then you don't even put them on tv it's like i don't they don't even know what they're doing but yeah the mogul affiliates became the mogul embassy and it's just a makeshift of these. Like, they keep making stables in AW, and they keep merging them. You have the Trustbusters Varsity Athletes. They're teaming up with the Kingdom now. Then you have the Embassy teaming up with the Mogul Affiliates. And then QTV's teaming up with 
House of I don't, I don't know anymore. It's like Keep too many Q off movies. my TV. That's pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much all we got. <laughs> that, sounds like a, that sounds like a campaign. Like you know, get the f out. Keep Q off keep, my keep TV. Keep Q off my TV. <laughs> and like you know what? I don't even hate QT Marshall, but it's like, why are you putting him with Powerhouse Hobbs? Like, the, why? Re- wrestling is very simple. Okay, you have Powerhouse Hobbs. He's part of Team Taz. He's his manager. Cool. Guess what? Hobbs builds himself to a name to a point where he doesn't need a manager anymore. He breaks apart. Cool. He wins a TNT title. And then he goes with QT Marshall. Like, why are you going backwards? Why are you going back to a manager? Why are you going back to a mouthpiece? After you just ran these vignettes of Hobbs, the book of Hobbs, and this guy can talk. This guy doesn't have to talk. He can just show emotion. But then you have a comedy group with, like, you know, Secretary Cameron, whatever her name, Harley Cameron, and and Aaron Solo cracking jokes. Like, why is And they're doing fake fucking TMZ, but you're managing a monster. It makes no sense. It I don't understand. I really don't no understand this sense. at all. I don't get it. Hire me, please. Look, I'll take the same amount of money that I make at my regular job right now, Tony Khan. You just hire me for a year. <laughs> I'll take we're, it. Don't worry we're, about we're, it. we're about to do this WWE draft. Can we start? Can we draft people in AW? I, 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 I would draft like four of them. Like, I would Absolutely. Take, yeah, I would take like four people off the back. Not even like the elite or anything. I don't even want those guys. They can stay. You know what? So, so I'm gonna make an audible here. So, our our, our original original uh, draft rules were we're gonna do we're gonna do ten picks, right? And 10 then picks. we're gonna do two from NXT. Mm-hmm. So, h- how about we throw in two for AEW at the end, just for shits and giggles? Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's do it. Okay, okay cool. So right, you so <laughs> yeah. I, you want Raw? I'll take SmackDown. Yes, I'll do Raw. I'll do Raw. I know. I know you're. You, I heard you on Poison Rana. Nice job, by the way, with Davey Portman this, this yeah, past weekend. I, I heard. I heard you say you wanna. You want bring. You wanna bring a uh, significance to the SmackDown Six. So SmackDown I, I wanna Six. Do, I wanna do the same for Raw. I wanna bring Raw. I wanna Raw to be a show where people actually talk about it. Yeah. So let's uh, let's, let's get luck. down to it. <laughs> we, at this point, we need to draft writers. But yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I'll kick it off. I'll go first. All right. I'll go first. Okay. Um, I don't want to pick a champion first. Kind of cliche. Okay, so is we can pick anybody? Like we can pick anybody. You can break up a team, you can pick a whole team. However you want to do it. Just 10 picks. Gotcha. Okay. So my first pick is going to be Montez Ford. I'm splitting up the street profits and I'm picking Mm. Montez Ford first. Okay. Okay. I was I was gonna do that, but okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. So you got a okay. So you got Montez Ford. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna go with Cody Rhodes. He's gonna be Cody the Rhodes. he's gonna be the face of a face of Raw. You know, he's gonna be the Raw. Cody Rhodes. I like that. I like that. Nice guy. Good Cody. Uh uh my main heel for SmackDown and then part of my SmackDown six. Huh, that's tough. That's tough. Randy Orton isn't available, right? He's available, yeah. He's available. Yeah, as long as you're on the contract. I mean, I don't see him on this official. Is he, is he on the official list? He's not on the official list, but we'll, okay. we'll, put, him in our, we'll put him on our list. As long as well, you're employed by WWE. I do an audible and take Seth Rick and Rollins. Okay. Seth Rollins. Okay. So, since he needs to finish his story, mm-hmm. I had to put Roman Reigns on Raw as well, just so he can drop the title to Cody Rhodes. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to see. Yeah. I haven't picked the champion yet. But you, um, you, you you have the world heavyweight title. That's, that's the new the new big gold. Oh, we just have title. it. Okay, well, okay, yeah, cool. we I, have because I got Roman Reigns on, on Raw, right? So then you're gonna have this cool, world cool. heavyweight okay, title. Okay, good. Well, I, Ford and Seth put on great match for that. Um, okay. Austin Theory. Ooh, you think you think in future? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So I got my my, my heavyweight title picture already there. Uh, I, I you know what? We after Roman's done with Cody, I you know who else needs to finish this story? 
uh, J- Jay Uso. So I'm gonna go with the Usos. The okay. Team. Okay. Both Usos, Jimmy and Jay. Both Usos. Both Usos. I might split them up down the road. Split them up down the road. Um, but yeah, both Usos are gonna be on my Raw. Just so when when Roman drops the title to Cody, Jay can go can confuse him next. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to follow suit and pick the tag team champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Mm, okay, so you got stamps there. Okay, that's, that's good. Okay, split up KO and, and Zayn from the whole bloodline thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Sorry. So, so I got my tag team. I got I got my, my heavyweight title picture. Um, oh, you picked only... Jay, Jay Uso, right? No, I picked both of them. Jimmy oh, and damn. Jay. Okay, cool. Yeah, I picked Jimmy and Jay. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> okay, so now so now let, let, let's – where are my ladies at? Where are my ladies at? I'm sorry, Montez. Uh, you're not going to have wifey with you? Because my uh, my top woman is going to be the the, the EST of the WWE, Bianca Belair. Ooh, good pick. Great pick. Great pick. Well, good, because I am going to go with the Judgment Day. Ooh. You took Dom. You took Dom Dom. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's everybody. Dom's going to be champion in like two years. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. All right. So you got Dom. You got Rhea. That's actually smart because now you have a woman's champion. I got a whole stable. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) You got Rhea and you got, um, who else is in it? Finn Balor and you got Damian Priest. Okay. So look at that. You got got four people in in one one pick. Okay. 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 A lot of heroes on SmackDown. So now you got your future with Austin Theory, right? So who can I get that's going to that's going to be like, oh, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. I know who I want. And I'm going to get this whole group because I love these guys. And they're going to bring Samantha Irvin with them. I'm picking Imperium. Imperium. Oh! Yep. You got Gunther. Ah. You, got, you got you got Da Vinci. And you got uh, Kaiser. And, ah. yeah. and, and I know it's not like an actual pick, but Samantha Irvin is part of the package because me and her True. Say, Yeah. Nobody can yeah. Gunther. The better yeah, than so. Samantha Irvin. Shout out Samantha there I got, I got Imperium. That's my, uh, my fifth pick. So you're okay. up to your sixth pick. Yep. Okay. So I'm going, um, we're going, we're going big, we're going bigs over here. We're going Omos. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Are you taking <laughs> Omos uh, is coming. He's coming with MVP too. Okay. I was going to say, you take an MVP with you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Hmm. Okay. 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 Who can I get next? So. It's your fifth pick, right? This is my sixth pick because I got Cody, I got Roman, I got Uso. You know what? I could have picked the bloodline. Now that I think about it, you could have. You could have picked the whole bloodline, but so yeah, I didn't. I decided not to. So Solo's still out there. Um, okay, so <laughs> I'm on my I'm on my sixth pick. I got Cody, I got Roman, I got the Usos, I got Bianca, and I got Imperium. So I'm looking at number six. This guy because he hasn't been treated right, and he needs like a total revamp to his not his character, but just his whole persona, everything. Right. Because he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I'm gonna go with Johnny Gargano. Great, great, great. Good. Okay. Well, I guess I got to go into my women's division. I'm going with EO Sky. Mm. EO Sky? Yep. By herself? Okay. Just by herself. EO Sky. Sky. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I need somebody else in my women's division that I feel like has not really gotten a proper shot. Um, She's not the best wrestler in the world, but I definitely love her character, and I feel like with a couple tweaks, she could definitely be like a top person. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna give her her last name back. I'm gonna go with Shotzi Blackheart. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna go with Shotzi. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Shotzi, and I feel like if they treat her right, they write her right, she can definitely be a, a future top player. Yeah. Okay. Well, EO needs a dance partner, mm. and what other? Who better? Since you already took Bianca, mm. Charlotte Flair. Okay. You got Charlotte Flair there. Okay. Even though okay, she was okay. like one of the original like SmackDown Live uh, women, right? She was. Yeah, yeah she yeah. was. Yep. I'm Come on okay. back. So Charlotte Flair. Okay. Um. You know what? I, I need. I need some more. I need some more. 
some more people on my roster. And mm -hmm. I know you got the big stable with Judgment Day. So I'm going to cheat a little bit, too, and I'm going to get a stable. I'm not sure who's officially part of the stable, but I'm going to go with the LWO. So you got you got Ooh. Rey Mysterio. You got Santos Escobar, who, when he breaks out on his own, could be a star. Yeah, you got, you got Logato and Rey yep, Mysterio. You got Logato. You got Zelina Vega is in there mm -hmm. in my women's division. You know, they can use her. Um, Cruz del Toro. And then yep. who knows? Maybe, if, you know, Andrade or Roosh or whoever wants to join the LWO <laughs> down the line. You got, you got them as well. All right, so I got the entire LWO. Does that include Bad Bunny? I don't I don't know if he's an official. No, 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 no. That's, no, that's she. No, no, no. No Bad Bunny. All right, no Bad Bunny. No Bad, no bunny. bad bunny. All right, so... Uh, um, just trying to fill out my women's division a little bit more. I already got, um, I've already had EO, Charlotte, and I have Rhea because she's with the Judgment Day. So you have, you're on, you're on your ninth pick. So you got two more Man. picks for your main roster. Yeah. Then you're going to have two picks for NXT and then two okay. picks for AW. Yep, so you have yep. two more, two more. So, um, just filling it out. I'm going Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Okay. My women's division is going to be. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I kind of have to. I kind of have to build. You know, I don't want to say nothing. I don't say nothing. But I'll, Charlotte, I'll, 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 Eo, Becky, and Drea. Every okay. night, every Friday night, baby. All right. So I feel like this story still needs to be resolved as well, and I feel like I I can cheat a little bit with this as well. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with the Rolling Brutes, and then as <sighs> soon as they as soon as they form, like as they get drafted. Butch is gonna turn on Sheamus and go back to being Pete Dunn. See, Butch was my next pick solo. Mm. I was gonna <laughs> damn it. You got me. All right. I got the Brolin' Brutes. And, and, and Butch is gonna go back to Pete Dunn. Mm. See, I wanna, you know, I'm gonna save, I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for my, my other picks. All right. So I think this is my last WWE pick, right? Uh yes, this is your last pick. Okay, so you already got the LWO, so I can't pay Santos. Shinsuke Nakamura is making Ooh, a comeback. Yes, yes, yes. Shinsuke. Okay, so Martin Shinsuke Smackdown. Nakamura. This is my last pick, right? This is my last pick. Um, I, I, I Okay, hold on. Let me just take a Damn break. it. You know, I should have picked. Nope, I'm gonna keep Shinsuke. <laughs> I was gonna pick Xavier Woods to make him go so Oh, you know what? It's funny you say that because I was actually looking at the new day. I was trying to see if I should break them up or not. Um shit. I do also want to get some women. Let me see if I'm missing anybody that that we might have kind of forgotten. Yeah, about. I mean, because you're gonna uh, let SmackDown be the, the, the women's show, man. You Yeah, yeah you're right. No, yeah, right about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh okay. Okay, I'm gonna go with Asuka. I'm gonna go with Asuka. Ooh. on raw and she's gonna go you know she's gonna go in the right direction right now but i feel like with this new revamp she's gonna kind of go back to the old oscar mm -hmm. that we remember so, yeah, she I'm can make shotzi good too yeah she can mm, bring exactly. shotzi up I'm gonna go okay with okay so now we're in the nxt territory we are in nxt and i, mean, I need right. to bring up the nxt so the first now. thing first <laughs> things first what i'm gonna do since you you kind of took out all the um all the groups on me all the factions mm -hmm. i'm gonna take you guessed it you looking at me? You see it? You ready? You ready? I'm coming. No, who Creed Bros. Oh my god, the Creed. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's good. You got the for one special with the Creed Bros. Yeah, Creed Bros. Okay. I'm gonna go because I'm I'm looking at like my roster right now, and this dude tying up with any of these dudes will be freaking crazy. And he's honestly one of my favorite wrestlers right now. So I, mm -hmm. if I don't get him, I'm gonna be really upset. I'm gonna go with Ia Dragonov. I love Dragonov, oh, man. Yeah. Having oh, him on that's Raw. A that's a again, good one. having him fight with any of the Imperium dudes, any of the LWO dudes. Mm -hmm. um, Johnny Gargano and Dragonov, like Dragonov and Pete Dunn, like these matches. Oof, I know you got the SmackDown six. I might have the Raw six over here. This is true. I'm gonna go with Dragonov. I'm gonna go with Dragonov. Yep. Okay. Uh, and my last NXT pick. Uh, well, this is tough. This is tough. See, because I want to go Tyler Bate. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like Tyler Bate needs a stage to, you know, really, because he could, he could really be the guy mm-hmm. on national TV. But I'm going to go with Braun Breaker. Mm, okay. He doesn't Braun. have the belt anymore. It's time. Yeah, and if you want to put Braun with the Creeds together, you got that little, that little. Yeah, yeah. Or I can get, right there. I can, I can turn Braun face, and you know, he, him and Austin Theory can fight. The, who's the future of the business? Okay, so with my final pick from the WWE side, NXT side, I need to get myself a lady. So so far, I have Bianca, I have Shotzi, I have Zelina, and I have Asuka. Okay, I got a pretty good women's division. Mm-hmm. But who's the future? Who's the future? I'm kind of there's two names I'm going back and forth with. And that's Tiffany Stratton and Roxanne Perez. I, I love me some Tiffany, you know, Tiffany's epiphanies, but Roxanne, she's a future. Roxanne is made Shotzi, for Monday nights, though. I know, she's I know, made for I know. But Roxanne is so, oh, but then you got Soul Ruka. Oh my God, you got a lot of good women oh, down there. Soul NXT. sister. Soul sister. You know what? I, I'm going to stick with Roxanne because I feel like Roxanne okay. and Shotzi. Roxanne and Shotzi, I feel like, is a, it's a pretty good, pretty good feud that we can build okay. off of. All right. I'm going to go with Roxanne Perez. Roxanne and now Perez. I, got, I got two for fun AW picks. Yeah, two for, for fun AW. For fun, um, big quotations. Yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I got to look at my <laughs> roster and figure out. Okay. I'm going to do one of both. I'm going to do. My first AEW pick. Ah, uh, shit. I don't want to get anyone who's already been. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It would be too okay, easy so that, to pick. Okay, so, so that's, that's the rule. That's the rule. You can't pick somebody who's already been in WWE. It's got to be somebody yeah. fresh, never been in WWE. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Wardlow and Arn Anderson. <laughs> Their team. Okay, I was going to say, is that, is that too No, he's, he's bringing his manager. Okay. Omos is bringing MVP. Wardlow could okay, be that's fine. He's been in WWE before, but it's okay. We'll, we'll allow Orin to come with Wardlow. Yeah, okay. You know. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to cheat a little bit. I mean, I kind of can't say no to this guy. He's never been in WWE, but I, I got to pick Kenny Omega, right? I mean, can I pick the elite? Can I pick uh, the entire elite? You can uh, pick the elite. Uh, that's uh, hey, It was uh, an AEW pick for okay. fun. It was yes. an AEW pick for fun. All right. So I'm going to keep it at just Kenny and the Young Bucks. No no Don Callis, no Nakazawa, no Brandon Cutler. No. Well, you t- don't want Nakazawa like oiling I, I the mean, ropes in WWE. Come on. I, I do like Takeshita, but I'm not included. He's not officially part of the elite. So I'm gonna just okay. go with Kenny, Matt, and Nick, the the elite, the the elite trio. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I would. I said I was gonna pick both, but I don't think any of the AEW women <laughs> can like uh, sitting there with Io, Charlotte, Becky, and Rhea. So yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go tag team, and I'm gonna take Top Flight. Okay. Yep. Because hopefully, hopefully they won't get, they won't get, get hurt. Yeah. yeah. No, we can. <laughs> we know they'll be like around trainers and stuff now. So that's true. <laughs> we can do that's that. True. Top flight is coming to SmackDown. Now they're there. They're going to be my new Paul London uh, and uh, Brian. Uh, Brian Kendrick. Yeah, Brian Kendrick. They're going to be the. That's the new those guys. So yeah, okay. they were a big part of SmackDown. Brian Kendrick. Oh yeah. And Paul London. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Top you, flight yeah. is the, the rehash of that. Yeah, you got some top flight against KO and Sammy. You got some pretty good, you know, Matt Creed oh, brothers and top Creed flight, brothers yeah. and top flight. Okay, so my last pick, I will go with a woman, and I'm trying to think who in AEW needs to be sent to the uh, the PC, <laughs> the performance center. I could easily say Jay Cargo, right? You can put her in yes, there, and she'll be absolutely. A I could say her, 
I could also say Britt Baker. She's never been in WWE, and you know mm-hmm. she can use some fine. Anna J is another one. Julia Hart. You have plenty of girls there that can you know use some development. But I'm gonna go with somebody who's definitely had development because I've seen her in the Indies forever, and I love this woman. Whenever she's on the screen, mm-hmm. my eyes light up, and I would love to put her in a tag team with Roxanne Perez down the road, possibly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Willow Nightingale. I feel like she Ooh, is a star. That's a steal. Yeah, that was she's a steal. A, she's a star. Um, she's a star anywhere, man. Like I, I love her. I love her. That was a steal. Willow that's Nightingale. that's a great pick. I love Willow. And you know, for for tips and giggles, can we pick one more like from the Indies or some random team? Sure. That you might why not? Know? Yeah. Sure. Okay. You you got anybody in mind, or you want to you want to think about it? Because I already got somebody in mind. Well, that would be perfect for my team. For my, for mm, my roster. Thinking thinking SmackDown. Anywhere? Can we do anywhere? Anywhere? anywhere. Some New Japan. Mexican, oh, cool. Triple, triple oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, Yano. Toriano. Toriano. Okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Toriano. Was Toriano. I was going to SmackDown. Gotcha. Yeah, he's going to sell a ton of DVDs. And we're... <laughs> yeah, on, man. All right. Toriano's going to blow the merch up. I love Toriano. I'm going to go with this tag team. And I actually tweeted out about it yesterday. Me and Fire Frank had a little discussion because John Pollock was at a show and he saw these guys. And I, whenever I see them at indie shows, absolutely love them. They're uh-huh. called the main They're called the main event. These two dudes. It's One is Midas Black, who's a ringleader with a top hat and everything. Look him up. It's M-A-N-E, the main event. One's a, mm-hmm. a guy with a top hat. And the other guy's Jay Lion, who wears a mask as, as a lion. And they, they have a whole circus act. You got the ringleader and the lion. These dudes do a move called the Ring of Fire, where they one of them jumps through the hoop to the outside. They have one of my – after the show is done, look up the entrance theme. It's actually done by Max Caster. They have one of my favorite wrestling themes ever. So whenever I see them at MOW or House of Glory or GCW, I love these dudes, man. Like, they, okay, they're one they of my favorite amazing. tag teams. They just, they're, <laughs> they're in Canada all the time. They've done AEW Dark. These dudes will sell so much merch for me. They will sell hats. They will sell masks. They will sell hula hoops. Like everything. That cane he's using. It's a freaking. He's I got a periscope. Yes. Yeah, I understand. These, <laughs> these dudes are great. I'm gonna go with the main event. Um, they retweeted me yesterday when I said that uh, Sean and Paul and Regal need to sign them because they do need to. They need a deal right now. But yeah, Jay Lion, Midas Black. That's my tag team. That's my he, final. He has a lion my... mask on, people. This it's is great. great. This and and not only that, but they're 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 local. They're from New York. They have a wrestling move called the Chop Cheese. Oh. That's how that's how New York. Right? You got the whole crowd is chanting Chop Cheese. You got Chop Cheese T-shirts. I'm telling you, the the merch, the merch between them, LWO. I, I'm going to sell a lot of merch on Raw. I'm, yeah, sorry, your, your Raw? merch stand is going to be going crazy. Okay, yeah, I, so, yeah, so let's. You're going to be killing me in merch. This is this is crazy. So let, I'm gonna I'm gonna run down your roster and my roster. Then if you guys want to chime in and leave comments on here or anywhere, the the Poison Rana Facebook groups. Tell us yeah, who, who do you think has the best roster? Who do you think has the best? What roster? show are you going to watch weekly? So we're gonna go Friday Night SmackDown. Federal Manager B Detroit. We have Montez Ford as your I guess World Heavyweight Champion. I guess he was your number one draft. No, pick. Seth Rollins is gonna be Seth Rollins. Okay, so you got yeah. Seth Rollins as your World Heavyweight Champion. Montez Ford, Austin Theory, the tag team of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Judgment Day, so you got Dominic Mysterio, Rhea Ripley, Finn Balor, and Damian Priest. You got Almost with MVP. Mm-hmm. EO Sky, broke apart from uh, uh, Damage Control. Had to. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, your women's division is ridiculous right Crazy, now. Crazy, right? Shinsuke Nakamura, the Creed Brothers, Braun Breaker, and then from AEW, Wardlow <laughs> with Arn Anderson, Upflight, <laughs> Darius and Dante Martin, and Toriano finally made the jump from New Japan. So that's Let's Friday go, night. baby. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, your your women your women's division is definitely like top notch. Yeah, I mean, and, and Toriano versus everybody is gonna be great. 
Then you got Monday Night Raw. Maybe it'll become Tuesday Night Raw. Who knows what's going on with this the new contract situation? Yeah, yeah. But you ha- you're gonna have Cody Rhodes, gonna be the top guy. Cody Rhodes is gonna take the title off of Roman Reigns, who's also on the show. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Usos on there, Jimmy and Jay. Poor Solo. Solo didn't, didn't get picked up in this. He whole didn't draft. get picked okay. up. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all right. He'll be all right. He'll, he'll supplemental. He'll get picked up SmackDown. Yeah, we'll, we'll sign him later on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a supplemental draft on like Twitter next week. Or something. Right. <laughs> so you got the Usos, Jimmy and Jay. You got Bianca Belair, the, my face of my women's division. Mm-hmm. You got Imperium. Gun- Ted, Kaiser, Vinci, with Samantha Urban, not mm-hmm. Rick, Rick and Shake and Stay Home. Uh, Johnny Gargano, you got Johnny Gargano there. Shotzi Blackheart, she got her last name back. You got the LWO, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, Zelina Vega, Cruz mm-hmm. Toro, maybe down the line, Andrade, Roosh, you know, you know Dra- Dragon Lee, all these dudes. You got the Brawling Brutes of Sheamus and Ridge Holland as a tag team because Butch has become Pete Dunn. So I have Pete Dunn on my team as well. Mm-hmm. You got Asuka, the old school, the Asuka that we all love. From NXT, we got Ia Dragunov. And Roxanne Perez. From AEW, we got the Elite, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. And we got Willow Nightingale. Who's gonna, she's going to run shit on Raw. And then from the Indies, the, the main event, the main Jay event. Lyon and Midas Black. That is Monday Night Raw. That is Friday Night SmackDown. So we kind of yeah. pick, both pick like comedy. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you say comedy. I mean, Toriyama can go as well. But if you actually watch like Jay Line and Minus Black, I honestly, there were, if I'm not mistaken, there were the last match that the Briscoes had against before Jay Briscoe passed away. And I, really? I was at that show. So definitely, if you're able to find some some mm-hmm. main event matches, check it out. Oh, I'm go, definitely going to look them up. You're, you're going to love their entrance. Like, I went to one show and Max Caster was a surprise and came out and actually did the entrance theme for them and everything. And that's when I found out, oh shit, it's Max Caster. So it's one of my favorite things. I like that nice, song better, nice. than the, better than the Acclaim song. But yeah, make your votes right now. Raw versus SmackDown. Who wins? Who wins? That was I'm, fun. That was a lot I'm of pretty fun. sure you guys want to see Toriano every Friday night, so vote for me. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> yo, you, you could do Toriano versus almost on SmackDown? That's crazy. Because why not? Because <laughs> why not? I could do Toriano versus Seth Rollins. Like, because why not? <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm looking at my roster. I'm thinking of future storylines. I'm doing like a tag, like you could have a feud, right? You could have Shotzi and Roxanne versus Bianca and Willow Nightingale. And then Bianca turns heel on Willow, and you have that money feud right there. Bianca versus Willow. Just mm. Willow. Mm. Mm. I can break Rhea away from the Judgment Day any day. Yeah, that's yeah. A good I can. Yeah. I can break Finn away and rehash Finn. We could do Finn and Shin again. You know, we could Finn and Shin. Yeah, Finn that's the best shit. part about about getting these um these stables. Like I was, I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break Santos Escobar. I'm gonna break Pete Dunn. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I could break Iron away from Wardlow and just you know. <laughs> On commentary, what do they do? Hard, he's just gonna be security, he's got a gun. He's got... I wonder who is there any like top names that weren't drafted? Because I'm just curious right now. I'm just trying to solo Sokoa, solo Sokoa, Bobby Lashley wasn't Bobby drafted. Lashley wasn't drafted, um, Brock Lesnar wasn't drafted, yeah, Bailey wasn't drafted, Bailey. Dolph Ziggler wasn't sorry. All right, I to, All right. To, see, the I show to, is coming to the end, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I meant to say Drew McIntyre, sorry, the wrong, the wrong D. Um, yeah, a lot of people here. Maybe they're pretty good. AJ Styles is another one. I forgot about AJ Styles. But AJ's okay. hurt. He's, yeah, he's, he's hurt. not in my memory right now because he's been out for so long. So I definitely would have picked AJ, but, you know. If I had to they, pick, like, one more, maybe, like, a Bronson Reed, I feel like he hasn't really been utilized really well. But, yeah, yep. that's, I, I'm, I'm very happy with my picks, man. I'm really happy. Omos is going to take care of my heavies. I don't need any more heavies. Omos is going to be the focus. He's going to be my muscle. He's going to be my new three-minute warning. Okay, so he's going to take care of the business for me. I don't need Seamus or Drew anybody. And then Seth Rollins can drop the title to Dominic Mysterio. No, 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 no. Seth can drop the title to Omos. Like, oh, okay. All it's right. all a plan. <laughs> <laughs> they got to finish their, their, uh, their story anyway. So, you know. That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, that was fun. 
That was really good. Um, we will be posting those uh, rosters on the Facebook page so you guys can vote and tell us who had the best roster. What do you be watching every week? Be Detroit SmackDown Live or John Cena's Monday Night Raw. You make the choice. Uh, this has been a great show. Another one. We actually we actually had some feedback. I'm surprised because I put up a thread like right before we started recording. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, nobody's gonna comment. We actually got a bunch of a bunch of comments. So um, okay, I, I can start here. We got a yeah. muggin, old reliable muggin, always comes through with the with the comments. Always. So speaking of the show beef, he says the last show that he's torn through was beef on Netflix. It's got Stephen Yuen and Ali Wong as two strangers who get into an act of road rage and how that run and ex- extrapolates into their own lives. It's an intense tit for tat story. I need to check out this beef. That's the third person I've heard in this really past good. week talk about it's this show. really good, yeah. Movie-wise, he saw John Wick Chapter 4 and Mario Brothers back-to-back with a gap in, a gap day in between. I'm on my fourth run of Resident Evil 4 Remake. Damn. Pro mode via New Game Plus. I wish I could even get through one run. I've had no time. <laughs> Ever since I got my VR, my, my PlayStation's been collecting dust. I'm sorry. like Oh, dude, my PlayStation barely gets... I, I had to update it for so long the other day. It was ridiculous. I was considering getting the PlayStation VR, but their game catalogs suck. Like it's the same games. Game. You can get the it's exact the same, same games on Oculus. All, but all of them, but I feel like Oculus just about. a lot more games. Okay. Just about. Yeah. Right. Anything they made on the PS VR, it's on the Oculus right now. So you can just you don't even need it. The main selling point for my Oculus was I don't have to connect it to anything. I could be in any room in my room. Exactly. I could go anywhere. So that's that's what sold it for me. Yep. So he's been playing Resident Evil 4. Um, it's currently his game of the year until Zelda does something ill in a few weeks. I also got that Horizon Forbidden West expansion titled Burning Shores. I've gone through Logic's College Park album. The Red Man collab was Aces. I'm also halfway through You God's Golden Arms Redemption and De La Soul's AOI Mosaic Thump. I even grabbed Chip Sarsky's Batman Failsafe from the library. I plan on beating him on May 6th. He's doing a Canadian book tour and is going to stop by my hometown of Ottawa. If you're not reading his Daredevil run, you absolutely should. Shout out Muggin. He had everything. He got the music down. He got the yeah. books down. He got the video games down, the, the shows. Yeah, a lot of lot of good recommendations there. I'm going to definitely check out Beef. That's going to be on my, beef. on my wish list. Everyone who's listening, I recommend Beef. It's really it's a really, really fast burn. You can get through it in the afternoon on a Saturday or something. Really, really good, though. A24. Nice. Oh, is it A24? It yep. is A24. Oh, shit. Okay. Yep. Now, okay. Now, like I said, they can't you make anything me. bad. Yeah. yeah. You sold me. I'm definitely going to watch it. <laughs> You want to um, read the, the next one? Yeah, Frank? Frank says, Pope Exorcist was wild. Uh, Russell Crowe speaking Italian. Uh, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Saw Super Mario for the second time in 3D. This dude was in the crowd, shocked, stunned <laughs> to hear that Mario was from Brooklyn. LOL. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> saw where Renfield. He, where do you think Mario was from? from? Chicago? Like, <laughs> saw Renfield, and I think it expected more from it. Going to see Nick Cage, throw the show, saw... Uh, as expected, uh, John Wick 4 was still my movie of the year so far. Frank loves his uh, murder porn, I guess. Because that's, that's John Wick. I like I like John Wick, too. But um, somebody made me notice that he said only 100 words of dialogue in that movie. Yeah, Everything else was boom, pow, boom. <laughs> I, 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 love, I love Keanu Reeves, but that's probably for the best. Probably for the you best. Think? Yeah, I, he's, yeah. Not, he's, not, he's never been my favorite, like, dialogue-wise. But the thing is, when he does say stuff, it's like impactful. Like the small, mm-hmm. the small dialogue he has is actually meaningful words. You're not just saying like bullshit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then I, he said, uh, like, cause I was, I watched the movie and the only thing he did say was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, Fine. pretty much. It's like, okay. All right. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I need to check out, uh, I did see Renfield, but I'm not going to lie. I was very tired and I slept through like most of the movies. So I need to watch out again. Uh, John Wick 4, I did see. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's Nicholas Cage playing Dracula basically. It's oh, like that's what that comedy. is. Yeah, it's like a dark okay. comedy. Okay. Um, Pope's Exorcist, I didn't even w- bother watching because that was like what the prom- like the sponsor of WrestleMania or something. Yeah, anything Crow. they sponsor, I don't watch. 
So yeah, besides like the Army of the Dead movie, that's pretty much the only thing I watched. Yeah, Pulp Fiction just might be like a Netflix watch down the line. Yeah, uh, we end <laughs> off here with with two people. We got Jordan Goodman saying Wonder Pets. Do you know what Wonder Pets is? I have Wonder Pets isn't that like an old cartoon? It is, and it's funny he says that because the second just... time in two days somebody talked to me about Wonder Pets. I was. At work yesterday, and one of my coworkers, she started singing the theme song to Wonder Pets for no reason. I was like, I haven't heard that song in the longest time because my son used to watch that like seven years ago. So oh yeah, goodness. Wonder Pets is like a, a duck, a guinea pig, and a, and a and a turtle or something. Just yeah, it's it's weird. But <laughs> we end with uh Tom. Jordan, come Tom. on the show, please. Yeah, Jordan, we need we need Jordan on what up though. We have to, we need to talk about hip, about nineties hip hop. Exactly. We end with Tom here. His so his music he has is Wada, Typo Negative, Wasp, Winder, and Haraki for the Sky. Games, WWE 2K23, Star Wars Fallen Order, and Jedi mm-hmm. Survival, which I think just came out today, if not mistaken. Just came out today. Gears of War 5, Mortal Kombat 11, and Halo. So he definitely got some classics there. Oh, and then yeah. ending ending with the shows, he got a lot of Star Wars here. He got Mandalorian, Clone Wars, Andor, The Bad Batch. Yeah, Titans, Rivendell, Tales from the Territories, Young Rock, and old episodes of Metal Evolution. So nice little uh, nice little uh, array there from Tom. Thank yeah. You for the recommendation. Tom, I'm going to... Uh... I'm going to start streaming some WWE 2K on the Facebook page pretty soon. I just, it's hard kind of get it all set up and, you know, getting the live set up with Facebook because Facebook is kind of hard to get live video Mm -hmm. going. But yeah, so I'm going to start streaming some of the 2K23 on here. Um, Me and my cousin's been doing some of the drafts, so it's good. I'm not going to lie. This is the first year where I didn't buy 2K like right when it came out because every Mm -hmm. year is the same thing. I'll get it and then I just barely play it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to wait till it's on sale. Right now, I think it's like 25% off. That's a little enticing, but I think I'm going to wait a little bit longer. I'm going to wait till like 50% off. I'll just pick it up at that point. (laughs) Dude, I, I can't. I don't have any complaints with the game. It's really good. Yeah, I don't like I said, game, if you, you yeah. like the last game, they just, all they did was fine tune it and like make it look way better. And the, the, the GM mode is ten times better. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite features in any wrestling game when I can be the GM and do the draft like we did today. Um, it's really really good. Me and my cousin have been playing it like crazy. I think we're in like week twenty four and I'm winning. So <laughs> we're gonna keep it going. Oh, so the last thing, a little segment I want to try here. Um, you might have some songs stuck in your head, but this is a segment called Songs Stuck in the Streets of My Mind. Songs that I have not been able to get out of my head. So I have a, a couple here. So I have Peaches from the Mario movie, because this song mm-hmm. has been everywhere with Jack Black. Then I also saw Puss in Boots with Antonio Banderas, and he has a song in there called Fearless Hero. This song is a bop. Like, I, this song's been definitely stuck in my head. Two more here. Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler, old school song. But for some reason, it, it was in like three movies that I saw in the last like month. It was in Shazam, it was in Mario, and it was in Tetris. So that song's been stuck in my head. Uh-huh. And ever since he performed this at WrestleMania, the little Uzi Vert song, Just Wanna Rock, constant, constantly in my head, constantly in my head. It's only like a minute and 30 seconds. I know. So you, can, you can get through it like that. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's, it's a great song, though. It's like no matter what, no matter Ooh, what. Stuck in what my head. You? Yeah. So uh, I work during the day, you know, so. I really can't wear headphones that much during the job that I have now. So I always have to have a song stuck in my head. Peaches has definitely been stuck in my head since I've seen that movie. Um, I watch the video almost every day just because I, <laughs> I got to make sure I know the words so I can sing it in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that. And uh, yeah, a Nickelback song has been stuck in my head because mm-hmm. I've seen um, a TikTok and it was like, hey, who used to watch videos before they got dressed for school in the morning mm-hmm. it was like that's all i used to do like i used to wake up in the morning for school and i used to turn on mtv and they had the mtv am going and they always had like the same five songs playing it was always like nickelback photograph <laughs> um a nelly song uh nickelback um what is it called what's the other song 
uh, I think Saving Me or something like that. And that song has been stuck in my head for like two weeks now. Ever since I've seen that TikTok and they played that little montage of videos, mm-hmm. like, oh God, I used to go to school singing this. I used to sing this while I was running at football practice. I used to sing this all day because if you drill something in your head in the morning, it's just there now, you know? So yeah, Nickelback saving me has been in my head for like two weeks. <laughs> Can't go wrong with no Nickelback. See, so, if anybody else has, has songs stuck in your head, stuck in the streets of their mind, let us know. Because, yeah, I, I can't get these damn songs stuck in my head. But, you know, this is actually going to be the, the last question of the day because um, I want to get his music stuck in my head to kind of forget everything else here. Mm-hmm. But I was having this conversation with my brother, and I was, like, thinking, who is, like, the one musical artist that absolutely everybody, like, has to love? Not has to love, but nobody doesn't like this artist. Hmm. All his songs are bangers, whatever. And the, the only person I could think of, honestly, that I feel like everybody must love one of his songs, if not all of them, Bob Marley. Yeah. Right? Like I was yeah. thinking about that. Like they're like Bob Marley, no matter what mood you're in, you could be sad, you could be happy, you could be mad. Bob Marley's music will hit like any emotion, any mood. I feel like yep. he transcends any music genre. I don't care if you only like rock, hip hop, country. If you listen to Bob Marley, like it's impossible to not enjoy his music no matter yeah. what time of day. Like Bob Marley had, I think is like the best overall artist of all time. Best artist of all time. Who knows? But like I was listening to some of his music before when I was jumping in the shower, and I'm just like, Bob Marley is like amazing like there's nothing wrong with this yeah. artist like he's even if you artist. don't know the bob marley song that you're currently listening to you're probably gonna be bopping to it like this is i can yeah. dig with this you know what i mean even i think michael jackson is at that part too but the thing is yeah i mean but he has just, like yeah but, his baggage but i think he i think he transcended his baggage because yeah i think no one cares about a michael jackson song when it comes on nobody looks twice nobody goes oh god like when you if you play step in the name of love you're going to mm. get some eyes raised, like, why are you playing this? But if That's you true. play going to be starting something, nobody's giving you any backlash. This is going to just be a party. You know, so, so I think Mike and Bob Marley. Bob, right? Those two. So, yeah. so we're going to throw out that question if, for the next show next month. If you guys have anybody else that can even compete with those two, let mm-hmm. us know. Let us know who you think is the overall top artist of all time. It doesn't have to be music sales or whatever, just artists that nobody can really hate. Um, You're going to go with Michael Jackson. I'm going to go with Bob Marley. But I feel oh. like you can't go wrong with either one of those. Can't but, go um, wrong. Can't go wrong. If you any cruise ship in America right now, or <laughs> on the boats right on the, on the water right now, is playing either Michael Jackson or Bob Marley. So yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much and, how it goes. And, and to kind of like round this whole thing about later on tonight, I'll probably be on some 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 beach in Hawaii in my VR and listen to some Bob Marley <laughs> while, while, while smoking myself some some of Bob Marley's favorite favorites. Exactly. <laughs> I might join. I gotta add you up. But yes, that's been our show for this month. What up, though? Thanks, everybody, for listening, supporting and leaving comments in the Facebook group. Uh, you can find me at Cool Game Big B on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at D. Brian Tannehill on Facebook. Sino? Yeah, you can find me, Sino Evil, C-N-O-E-V-I-L on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, Instagram. And Horizon Virtual Reality, I think that's my name on there <laughs> as well. I, I, it, I didn't realize that it was owned by Facebook, so all my stuff just linked Everything. up automatically. Yep. So I'm sure you can find me on there as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that'll be it for us for this month. Thank you, everybody, once again. Poisonrana.ca. Um, hopefully, you get to see you guys in one of the Poisonrana hangouts this summer. Yep. You know, so get your tickets for that stuff, and we'll yeah. be keep you posted with everything that we're going to be doing. Yeah, they're going to be all over the place. They're going to be in Toronto doing Double or Nothing. They're going to be in, in London. They're going to be in, in Detroit. Yeah, man, Poisonrana runs the world worldwide for life. And that'd be it. What more can I say, Sino? Thanks, everybody, for listening. What up, though? And we out of here. Peace.